Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a N4G Radio is episode 545 for January 28th, 2019. On the show this week, we got the Wombat. Yep, yep, yep. We got Drew. I, I'm here and not sick anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah, congratulations. Yeah, Friday. You ought to heard that uh, Phoenix Down podcast. Oh, yeah, that coughing was Coughing and sniffling? That, no, like, it there was sounded no, like he was uh, dying... There was no air going through the nose. Nice at that point. Yeah, that was a miserable night. That's a, that's this time of year. Yeah, it was bad. I got myself a Z pack. Z packs get a bad rap for some reason. You didn't snort the the powder. Oh, the goodie powder. The goodie powder. That's just good. That's just good <laughs> for waking up and headaches, man. Uh, and we have Anthony. Yep. So, video games. There's a lot of those going around, but I'm pretty sure most people besides Wombat only played one. Drew, do you want to talk about video games? I know what's going to happen here. Sure. <laughs> um, well, uh, I, uh, I'll talk about the things that you guys probably didn't play. Okay. So I picked up, uh, I had a hankering. Uh-oh. And when I get those hankerings, I then start experimenting. And I had a hankering for... My old, probably high school, middle school days of Magic the Gathering. Uh-oh. So I picked up Magic the Gathering Arena, which is a free-to-play uh, magic game that took the place of the duels of the Planeswalker. Technically, it's still in beta right now. It's in open beta. Um, but this is going to be the definitive edition of a online video game version of magic. Uh, I, you can purchase. So this is, this is the weirdest thing ever. So we have the physical magic cars that you can buy. Nowadays, they come with codes that you can then put into your magic arena account. And those physical cars that you have are now in your magic arena Pokemon cards work the same way these days. I did not know that. That's actually super smart. That's really smart. It gets people, because, look, I love magic, but where am I going to play magic physically with somebody? Like, unless, unless I go, like, way out somewhere and go to, like, a, a, a tournament. There's tournaments everywhere. If you, you, you want to smell other people, there's tournaments everywhere. It's true. It's one of those but things where you got to knock on in, the door and the guy's got to let you in. It's in the back room. You know. Yeah. You got that magic going. You got that magic in the back. What's password? Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Lotus. <laughs> I don't know. What's the password? Virginity. 
for Jeff. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's a funny bad, here, that's friend. A bad like, joke. That's a bad joke. Like my like my story about that dude showing up at my apartment when I was in college with a cloak on, asking if this was where the Dungeons and Dragons party was. Sounds like the Did Snickers you say commercial. Yes. <laughs> that, was that it we, the place that the Dungeons yeah. and Dragons party going? On? Uh, I guess it was next door. <laughs> yeah, oh. I would have said yes and invited him in and see what he had to offer. <laughs> I've told this I've told this story before, but within two weeks of each other, I had random people knock on my apartment door in college. First, asking if this was where the Taekwondo party was. Oh. What? I've not told this story on the podcast before. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I want to just... Let's take into account what a Taekwondo party in a small apartment would entail. It's like Fight Club. You don't talk about it. So, yeah. In an apartment, you'd hear it. (laughs) We're just sitting in the apartment, and all of a sudden, there's a knock on the door, and my roommate answers the door, and there's a dude standing there, and he just goes, oh... Uh, is this where the Taekwondo party is? <laughs> and my roommate said, gi? "No, no, he's just wearing normal clothes." And my roommate said, "Uh, no." And the guy said, "Is this not apartment 17?" And my roommate's like, "No, this is 16. 17's next door." So, whatever he goes next door, we go back to our business. Within two weeks, I don't remember if it was a week or two weeks later. Knock on the door. Open the door, and there's a dude standing there, legit wearing a cloak. And he says, yeah, is this where the Dungeons & Dragons party is? <laughs> and I just, I'm just looking at him. Like, I didn't even know what to say. And he goes, is this apartment 16, uh, 17? And I just, like, pointed next door. Like, I couldn't bring myself to say anything to this grown-ass man wearing a cloak. On my doorstep. What you should have done cloak is something that you should have said to him. No, what you should have done is you should have opened the door, saw he was wearing the cloak, and going and just fell to your knees and be like, "Oh my God, I knew the end of the world was coming. Jesus, help me!" <laughs> what I should have done is grab him by the shoulders and asked him if it was secret and it was safe. Um, <laughs> so yeah, my neighbors apparently within two weeks had both a Dungeons and Dragons and a Taekwondo party. That's a very right. odd combination. Your they sound like they know how to party. You know, your neighbors are lit, son. Yeah. yeah, they were lit. All uh, right. Anyway, I came, I came on the wrong week, and I thought I was playing Dungeons and Dragons. And I got beat up. <laughs> <laughs> I, sh- I showed up uh, to the Dungeons and Dragons party in my Taekwondo gi, and ended up having to play as a monk. Yeah, there you go. Oh boy, that's a that's a crazy. That's thing. like uh, yeah, I got an apartment story for that. So uh, I was over in a friend's apartment. Uh, Actually, my best man, the guy who came over and played Resident Evil with me, uh, this was years ago. And funny, funny enough, we were playing Dungeons and Dragons. And uh, somebody knocked on the door. And for some reason, he is very reluctant to open the door for people. Now, granted, he did live in kind of a sketchy neighborhood. And he's like, who is it? Or at first, he's like, yeah. And they're like, hey, I got something I want to. I'm selling some stuff. And I wanted to see if you wanted to buy it. He's like, no, nah, we're good. And he, he knocked on the door again. He's like, who is it? And the guy said, Drew. And, of course, everybody in the room turned and looked at me. I said, well, it's not fucking me. <laughs> so what do you want? <laughs> so, and then they're like, no, nah, we're good. And he finally left. But I was just like, hey, my friends are dumb because why would they look at me? And, you know, I don't know. That was weird, though. I'm glad we didn't open that door. So nobody ever figured out what he was trying to sell? No. Well, Dude might have been trying to sell y'all, like, the the secret of life or like eternal youth drink or something or another Drew, which was an yeah. interesting story. What if it was you from the future? 
<laughs> oh, man, oh, I missed out. Holy crap. You done fucked up. You had the almanac and everything. God damn don't, it, Drew. Yeah, pr- pretty, pretty soon, yeah. It'll ruin everything. Now, now I know what'll happen, and I'll have to insist now. Please open the door. When we all get killed by fucking robots, it's going to be your fault. Because Drew didn't answer the door for future Drew. you didn't answer the door when, when your when future <laughs> self came back to warn us. That's right. At right randomly at my my best man's apartment that he doesn't even live he at anymore. He knew you were there. He <laughs> knew you were there because he was you. Yeah, Come on. yeah. obviously. <laughs> What's today? He, what time also, is it? I'm in Dungeons and Dragons right now. <laughs> can, I, can I just say the fact that your friends heard it's Drew and instant instinctively looked at you? Do they think you're the only Drew in existence? I guess it's not the most Drew. common name, but at the same time, I mean, we got a quarterback named Drew. So. I know I know enough Andrews that could go by Drew if they wanted to. No, that's true. <laughs> that future you wasted all that time running around town shaking people by the shoulders and going, What day is it today? What day is it today? <laughs> Done ruined it. And you didn't even answer the door. Ten PM D and D. I gotta I know exactly where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> I need your motorcycle. Wearing, <laughs> showed up wearing a robe. boots for some reason. In your boots. <laughs> Give me your clothes and your motorcycle. Yeah, well, anyway. Magic sorry. together, and how's that game? Sixty-year-old yeah, naked Drew standing at the door, <laughs> and nobody lets him in. God. All right, so Magic the Gathering. Let's. <laughs> got arrested by the police for public indecency. And, and also, spent, the, and they put me in the insane asylum because I'm from the future, apparently. He spent weeks standing at the, the bars of the holding cell screaming, I'm from the future! <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, that sounds like a good ending to my story. Uh, so yeah, Magic the Gathering. Uh, no, nah, it's interesting. So they, they do give you uh, a decent amount of cards. They give you like five decks after you beat the tutorial. And um, you can kind of mix and match however you want to and make your own decks. Uh, you can purchase uh, online with real money um, uh, booster packs as well as, I think, the full decks. The interesting thing about Arena is that they actually do drafts. So for anybody who doesn't know, a draft is basically like going to a tournament for like um, – let's say they have a new expansion that comes out. Uh, they have a draft tournament where you basically get a whole bunch of booster packs and you uh, combine all those cards to create a deck – and then you keep the cards as you're playing through the tournament. So you can kind of create your own deck. It's kind of like, I don't know how much it is to get into the tournament, but it's basically like you're guaranteed to get a deck out of the, the draft kind of thing. So they do that online uh, on Arena. So that's really interesting. I don't think anybody's really done that before. Um, and it works great. I mean, it's a, there's a really good tutorial for anybody who doesn't know how to play Magic. Um and the presentation is really good. I think I'm pretty sure they got the same people to do Tools of the Planeswalker to do this. I'm not certain. So, I don't know. I've been playing that. Uh, let's see. I played Overwatch because I always play Overwatch. Did you try that new Reaper? That new Reaper needs to <clears throat> needs to reap his way to hell. I played him twice last night, and I, I don't play Reaper. Yeah, I fucking destroyed the other team. The problem is now is that the other if if somebody if somebody's got a Reaper on their team, you have to pick a character that can stun 
because you, you're not going to win. It doesn't matter. So I was te- like I was testing the waters last night just to see how powerful he was. Toe to toe with a Hammond didn't even stand a shot. Toe to toe with Brigitte, she couldn't kill me. A Roadhog hooked me, attacked me, meleeed me, healed himself. I still killed him. McCree Roadhog, Roadhog versus Reaper has never been a good. Yeah, fight but anyway. but Roadhog always had a chance. Now he doesn't have a chance. McCree stunned me, six shotted me right in my face, killed him. I don't. I don't know, man. He's that new McCree, though. The new McCree is good, but he still couldn't kill me. He tried it twice in the same match. I I don't get it, though. I mean, that's the thing is like that's got to be nerfed, right? I mean, because it's like. If the Reaper is is running around on the other team, you, every, like at least two people have to focus fire on him and yeah. stun him. You can't like you you have to have a Brigitte or a McCree like stunning him and then somebody else focusing on him. Reaper is unkillable one on one versus anybody in that game. That's a load of crap right there. That's broken. Yeah, I don't I don't understand how they think that's balanced. Yep, I I killed every single almost every character that's in that game one on one. The only time I would ever have to run away is if there was more than one. Or a May, maybe. May freezing me. Uh, yeah, you just reap out of it. It's just yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's and then now that he's got you know they buffed him a few seasons ago with the whole now he moves faster while he's phasing out. So yeah, it's they're probably going to nerf that. I mean, otherwise they're going to have a lot of people pissed off. Yeah, he's. I don't even play him. Like, he's not even a character that I play. In both matches I had him, I had gold, everything. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I saw that, like, the past few days since the, the update. He's he's the character now. Like, it used to be, if you don't have a Brigitte on your team, now if you don't have a Reaper on your team, and the other team does, you're screwed. Yeah, I had Silver so. healing many matches just because he does so much healing with those shots. Yeah, I just don't, ugh. I don't get it. I thought I thought Reaper was pretty stinking balanced before. Yeah, I thought he was fine. But I mean, yeah, if you're gonna get it. if you're gonna buff that particular thing, make it ten percent, not twenty percent. Yeah, it's just too much right now. So yeah, he and that, that was the thing. They nerfed the crap out of Brigitte, so now she's even less of a threat to him. So yeah, there's not a whole lot of Brigittes when I'm playing competitive now. There mm-hmm. just isn't a lot. Unless we need to counter something, she never gets picked. Yeah. So, yeah. Played, uh, played some Overwatch. Uh, the New Reaper's crap. Uh, and I played Resident Evil 2. Oh, we gonna talk about that game? Sure. I can't stop playing that stupid fucking game. Uh, so I didn't play it yesterday. Because, well, I had to work last night. So... Uh, but yeah, me and a friend of mine, my best man at my wedding, uh, he came over. Uh, he's a big Resident Evil fan. And we went and got some Taco Bell. Oh boy. Did the nacho fries are back. What's that? The nacho fries are back. We both got nacho fries. Fucking right you did. And um, we destroyed our internals and then uh, sat down and played five hours straight. And shot him right out the back. Yeah. Later on that night. So, uh, yeah. That's a really, really, really good game. Yeah. In fact, uh, I'd be hard-pressed to find another game that will beat it for Game of the Year. Yep. That's crazy, considering it's January. It's January. And guess what? Resident Evil 7 came out in January, and it was my Game of the Year that year. 
So, yeah, nah, this is, this is legit, like, they, they take so, like, I started remembering the old game. And I was like, oh, I remember this hallway. I remember this. Seeing it like the Matrix? Yeah. And the thing is, the way that game is set up and the way that map has been, you know, you're looking at the map, you're looking at the layout. By the end of that, our play session right there, we had memorized that police station. Yeah. And we were like, okay, we got this. Now we have to go back here. Well, we can't go that way because that's blocked off. Remember that? Okay, so we're going to have to go back upstairs, then come back around through the library. And it was just like we, we knew exactly where to go. It was to a point where like we could do the freaking bird box challenge while playing this game. And so it was, it was, like we, it was perfect. The amount of difficulty, the amount of, of just uh, navigation and the resource management it is finely balanced, almost like Blizzard made this game pre pre Reaper. <laughs> so, Are you fucking kidding me? Did you just work in Blizzard into goddamn Resident Evil Two talk? Sure, I sure did. <laughs> uh, you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I know. But yeah, that's. They've, I mean, they've done. We didn't get to talk about it last week because the embargo wasn't up. But this game is the perfect mix of what you remember versus modernizing it. Yeah, it is just. I mean, you can tell the guys that built this game knew what people would remember. They knew what, you know, people loved about that that original game, and they just made it feel like it could have been made today. Yeah, yeah before I wrote my review, I went and, like, as I was playing it, I'd, uh, I'd look at old video footage. I'm like, they, how did they, there's no way they possibly did this moment in there and a lot of it was and to see them bring up the menu and all like i just how much they could pull off back then impresses me but the fact that they worked it it feels so modern like the the ideas behind some of the stuff too um yeah this game really blew me away um just and and i have to just say to everybody out there because i mean it's not really a spoiler because the game's how old you know, originally, almost 20 years, um, or 20. It's 21 remember. years 98? 21, 21 years. Yeah, okay. Uh, just watch Mr. X move. Watch the animation on him. It's one of the most terrifying things I've ever experienced. His footsteps. <laughs> the music that plays, the what I call the Darth Vader industrial. industrial. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't, but that's what it sounds like, right? It sounds yeah. like this, this heavy breathing and this like very strong bass line, and then yeah, you can hear his footsteps. Um, there's a room he can't enter. He can't uh, enter the, the save rooms. Sorry, he can't enter the save rooms. He also can't he can... enter the star's office. Yeah, but he can enter that main hallway. <laughs> oh yeah. That that was like okay. There's a safe point here, so he won't come through here. Uh, Chris, he's right behind you. <laughs> I was like, you need to the, keep moving. The the um, there's a in the library. Uh, there's a ladder, and I said he won't climb that. And then he grabs the side of the ladder and climbs it like three rungs at a time. And I went, oh shit! He just so drops. If you go down, he just drops. Oh yeah, I've seen that too. And the best part is if you stand in the upper hallway of the main, um, it's the easiest place to do it because there's enough space to see that him open the door. If you open, if you watch him open the door, he opens the door, 
ducks under and he steps out and then closes the door behind him. And it's that such describing it doesn't sound menacing or scary at all, but watching him do it and knowing that you can't put him down is what, is the scariest thing. Because you're just like, oh, but I need to get over there and he's going to cut me off. And he will. The AI, and it's great because you can, you can actually figure out where he is because if you watch him enough, you'll see how he sort of tracks and he will try to cut you off in certain corridors. They don't just warp him there. Oh yeah, god. It's it's That's... never it's never unfair. Yeah, uh, there's one moment where I think they warp you warp him and it's so they could show you <laughs> show you him breaking down a wall. Breaking through a wall, yeah. Yeah. Which it's scared really... the shit out of me. And the oh, way yeah. they introduce him in the first campaign as just him picking up the helicopter. <laughs> ah! <laughs> yeah, I I knew it as soon as as soon as it started moving, I was like, Chris, my friend was playing it. I was like, Chris, that's uh, that's that's Mr. Action. You need to leave. He's like, who is that? I'm like, you don't remember him? He's like, oh, God, I thought he showed up in campaign B. I was like, yeah, no, he's showing up in A now. He also follows you relentlessly, whereas in 2, he was literally limited to certain areas. Yeah. Uh, the following. Is, that was my, and I know like it does cut off your exploration, but that was one of the best parts of this game. It's just the constant pressure of like, I don't have very long in this room before I start hearing the dubstep track come, or whatever you want to call it. Like, <laughs> and then this panic starts to happen, and then even when I'm at the door and it puts me into that like pause menu where it's like, select the key. <laughs> the whole time I'm like, oh no, as soon as this, as soon as I exit the screen, he can punch a hole through me. Yeah, on, in playthrough B, I was getting um, the the jewel, which in that room, when you get the jewel, the liquor drops. And a zombie came through the door, the liquor dropped, and then he came in. So needless to say, I was fucked in that room. Uh, his, his, introdu- his introduction in B is also terrifying. Um, because it's literally just, oh, wow, okay, we're doing this here? Okay, goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, 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 this is, okay. I'm just going down this hallway, oh shit. <laughs> There's a super satisfying part in B that I will not spoil about him. Um, It felt really I like, good. I like the fact that A and B play differently with the different characters. That it's not just like, um, you just go through the same areas. Because Claire A is very different from Leon A. Um, The, the areas that you... You, they actually force you through a different. Um, so, it, yeah, this game. Uh, the only I thing that bothers now. me. I get about, it now. Yeah, the only thing that bothers me about B is you're supposed to be doing it at the same time as A, right? It's very clearly you can't be doing it at the same time as A. Well, not only that, but when you get to the chess puzzle, it's a different hint, and I'm like, um, did somebody else write this in between the time that this? Okay. Okay. Wasn't it, so in the original did stuff you do in A affect B? Yes. Like and if no. you picked up ammo, was the ammo no longer there for No, me? no, not that. No, um, they didn't okay. break game break it because of that, yeah. Yeah, uh not it, but there were certain doors that were unlocked already and stuff so, like that. So there's a weird thing in this game, and I I, 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 I will bring it up. Um, 
because it happens in the original. I, I, I've looked it up. Well, it wasn't even that. Someone mentioned it before the game came out, and they're like, I remember this. And I'm like, wow, they do that scene shot for shot. Um, the interrogation room. Oh, yeah, I saw the video. So, that, but, yeah. so, so the interrogation room, uh, when you enter as Leon in A, you enter the police side of it. Yeah. And you can go through the window. In Claire A, you enter, and the window's not broken yet. And it breaks while you're in there. And there's a weird... Th- th- that that would be the only w- complaint, but it's like, I realize it doesn't... It's it's fiction, so it doesn't have to make perfect sense. But, like, so does Claire officially go first? Like, you know what I mean? Because that's kind of weird that, like, his is already broken, but her, it shows you how it breaks. And and it's it was a weird thing like that. And then playing B, when you enter the main hallway, it's no longer a save. Or it has a save, but it doesn't have a chest anymore, I think. No, it doesn't have um, a, it doesn't have a save spot. It has a chest. Okay, spot. all right. I couldn't remember which way it was. Um, hmm. but um, somebody's already turned in there. Um, yeah. Uh, so, but he isn't dead. Like the implication would be that Leon's already gone through because I played Leon first. Um, so Claire would be going through. Like going, he's already gone into the underground portion of it. You're trying to solve the time loop in Back to the Future right now. Yeah, like, it was weird, because, like, <laughs> I came back and I had to kill him. Like, so the fact that Claire kills him, like, it was was weird. So it was kind of hard to tell, like, what's the official story of 2? Is it, like, a weird combination of it? Like, Metal Gear Solid, how neither ending is canon? Uh, well, in the original, if you played Leon A and then played Claire B... In the original game, you actually didn't go through a lot of what Leon went through. It sounds like in this remake, you go through a lot of what Leon went through. You go like through areas. Some of it. It's it's very streamlined. It's yeah. yeah I mean, it's it's still. I, I found uh, Claire B a little bit harder because they really want to give you ammo for that fast draw pistol, and I find the fast draw pistol fires twice. Yeah, I, it fires twice a lot on me too. But once I you get it. the once you get the SMG, they kind of yeah. Because uh, well, I, it's just like I'd rather use her standard revolver, but they're like, no, we're gonna give you ammo for the shitty revolver. I'm like, could we not? Yeah, that gun she gets in B is not very good. I very rarely use it unless I absolutely have to. It, and I I don't necessarily like the. It's weird saying setup. I don't really like the setup of these like rooms, how they're locked and stuff. Like the, the way it kind of forces you through them as much. But that's probably because I'm so used to A by that time because I spent a lot of exploration time in A, which I don't then have to do in B because I've already been through a lot of rooms. So I kind of know where certain things are going to be. It's a great game. Like these are weird. Like it's not even really complaints. It's just kind of like weird, like, hmm, I wonder why. But other than that, like, I stand by the fact that I gave this game a 10. Um, I, I would have, I would have given this game a 10. It's, it, well, I, like, I kind of explained it before, but, like, I don't give, like, I've given some 9.5s and 9s out because, like, I've loved Guacamelee 2, but there's some portions of that game I just know people will not be able to get through. They are so difficult. Um, and I feel like anybody could play Resident Evil 2. Yeah. 
because well, they make this well the easy mode exists and and normal mode is already much easier than the original because you don't have to use the um ink ribbons. Uh, ink ribbons. Thank you. Yeah, hardcore so, mode is is definitely designed for people who remember that game and want to you know challenge themselves. While normal is fairly beatable, it's not hard. Assisted mode is basically if you just want to explore and see stuff. And I think that's great to have that mode in because this game is the exploration is fun as well as the combat and just yeah having the moments that this game does like the sewers um i i the moment that you guys talked about kind of gave me a hint about was not even what ended up like really blowing me away in the sewers it was just fighting some of the creatures down there those creatures are um, disgusting yeah uh, this game looks amazing. I had one glitch happen, and I, it made me laugh more than uh, um, anything. And it was, and it just happened to be like somebody's hair texture, like decided to freak out. Um, in a moment that's supposed to be far more emotional, <laughs> that all I could do was stare at this one person's hair that was like stretching all over the place, and then it fixed itself. Um, and it was such a nothing event. Like it was like okay, I. That was like a glitch. It happens, but um, oh man, this game is so good. I recommend it to everybody, even if you're not like a fan of survival horror. Um, there's a lot in this game. I think it plays as a pretty good third-person shooter with enemies that actually move instead of just like our targets with legs. Because the way they twitch, you'll sometimes have a perfect headshot lined up. You'll fire the gun, and they'll twitch just in time to dodge the bullet, and you're like, "Crap!" I will <laughs> I'm also. Run out. I will also say, if you have the ability, and you have a set of headphones, and you're playing on Xbox, make sure you turn on Dolby Atmos, because this game supports it, and play it with the headphones. Holy shit. That is ridiculous. It's... So, I know, Drew, you have the deluxe edition, so you have the original soundtrack. Are you playing with it the first time through, or without it? Without it. Okay. I want to experience everything kind of fresh. Yeah. When you play through B or A2, play with the original soundtrack. Oh, my God. It is so is it, good. Is it redone, the original soundtrack? No. Redone? It's straight. It even uses the same sound effects for the menus. Oh. I might have to come by the deluxe version of this game if it's still available. The soundtrack to the original game was absolutely fantastic. I, I, yeah, I'm going to be honest. One of my favorites... Like, it's so weird to say. One of my favorite tracks is the track that uh, Mr. X has. I like industrial music, so it makes sense. But it just, that uh, sound design in this game, the, the, we I, I briefly mentioned it, or you briefly mentioned it, Drew, the footsteps. You can hear him pace outside doors that he can't enter. Yeah, you can, you can and hear him. And then you him... can hear him disappear. Oh, yeah, that's tell which direction he's going. Yeah, that's the biggest thing for me was, like, so... I mentioned you go through the library. I can't tell you how many times me and Chris went through that freaking library because that's the way to get from the second floor to the first floor the fastest yeah. and get to the main hallway. And, you know, we're, we're booking it. We, we got this freaking floor memorized and he's behind us. We go through three doors, go downstairs. We're in the main hallway and you can faintly hear him stomping around upstairs and you just know, I'm like, he's coming, man. We got to move right now. We got to go, 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 go. Like, there's no time for anything. And that was the, the most unnerving thing for me was 
I knew obviously ahead of time that Mr. X shows up in the play through a, when in the original, he never showed up until play through B. Yeah. How soon he shows up in play through <laughs> a is what unnerved me. Yeah. Cause I knew I was like, this guy's relentless. You can't kill him. You have to run away from him. And now he chases you everywhere. I was like, we're going to have to go and solve puzzles and take stuff to different places with him on our butts the entire time. Yep. You got to kite him around and plan your route. Yeah. And that's what we were doing. Like, I've never, I like, I felt like some kind of like, you know, 1500s explorer trying to freaking look at him. I'm looking at a map and I'm looking this way and I'm like, okay, where do we go from here? It was like, that was one of the great, great moments. So like playing with friends, like the, the two things that stick out to me is until dawn, the first time we played that I had a bunch of people over. We all had a great time with it. And Friday, when I played with my buddy Chris, us figuring out and planning our next move was just as fun as actually playing the game. Like playing with somebody else, like couch co-op kind of thing. Like I'd, we'd make it to a save point. I'd hand him the controller. He'd make it to the next save point. He'd hand me the controller. Or if things got hairy, he would hand me the controller and say, here, you do this because I don't want to get you killed. <laughs> So, um, I have to ask, did everybody brute force the the locker combinations like I did? No, because uh, (laughs) most of them, so what's nice is they stayed the same, eh? So when you go through the second campaign, uh, either do campaign A as Claire or campaign B as Claire or Leon, all the codes stay the same. So just write them down and just reuse them. It'll speed up your pro the process. Um, and some of the some of the paperwork you find in other um, playthroughs, like so, like when you're playing as Claire in A, you sometimes find different papers, um, which will give you codes and stuff. Uh, but no, because some of them, so the locker combinations that would be a what is it? I think there's six letters per roll, so that's six times six times six. And I'm good. I don't really want to go through that many permutations. And then <laughs> I did that. You're you're. What did you sit there for hours? Uh, I, it doesn't take that long, because all you gotta do is start with the first, what I did was I start with the first earliest letter, and... Mm, that, I, I know how permutations work, but that's still a lot. That's, yeah, it doesn't take that long, you just hit up, hit A, hit up, hit A. I just did that. Um, Same thing there's... with the, in my site, in the B playthrough, I didn't, to get the, the medallions, I did the same thing. This doesn't take that long, it takes about five minutes. And then, um... Oh god! And then the locker combinations—I don't know. Oh, like those—you could brute force, but that'd be a pain. Yeah. I did get the achievement for finding all of them and opening them. I was pretty proud of that. You ought to seen us when we were doing the the hand safes, and we were having to do, light the lights in order. Light I was standing. Water. Yeah, little hand safes. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, There's two yeah, of them, the and they they give you the the little. Uh, the numbers that you have to, that are missing from the the locker room. Yep. Um, and uh, I was literally standing up, pointing at the TV, saying, "Okay, that one does that one. This one does that one." And he clicked. And I'm like, "Ah, you, you messed it up. We got to go back." All right. <laughs> <You're fucked up>. <laughs> and so it was. That was. I had a the, blast. The Friday. mastermind ripoff, yeah. This game oh, is the pinnacle of why people love that series, and it's why everybody really enjoyed Seven a lot, because they brought a lot of this stuff back. Yeah, this is like 
Seven was like, all right, we're getting back to form, and it was fantastic. And they're like, now we're going to put this in the best Resident Evil ever made. And they did it flawlessly. This yep. Resident Evil 2 is one of the best games I've played in a very, very long time. Yep. I don't like horror games. I love this game. I think that speaks volumes on how good this game is. It's made me go and, like, maybe it's worth giving some of these games another shot now that I like this. Evil Within 2 was the closest that I had come to classic Resident Evil outside of 7. I'm not even necessarily... I'm just talking horror in general. Like, there hasn't been that many games that I've enjoyed. I guess Shadow Man could sort of go in there, the original... Uh, PlayStation 1 N64. But, like, Dying Light, that's kind of it. Like, that's the only one that I really enjoyed um, to any extent. And that's partially because I felt like that game gave me enough tools to survive. And that's what was perfect about Resident Evil 2, was that I never felt super overpowered, and I never felt, like, completely screwed until the very end of the game. And even then, like, it, I, I was being an idiot and not realizing what to do. Yeah. So. I would say Evil Within's closest you can get to that kind of feeling. Um, that feeling is is in Dead Space 1 and 2, but it leans more toward you've got plenty of ammo to handle this stuff. The enemies uh, but, are just... Yeah, Dead Space 1 and 2, I would say definitely give a shot. Yeah, those okay. games are like... It feels like the guys that made those games played a whole shitload of Resident Evil. The, yeah. The... the uh, what ended up happening with horror games I found um, like that I'd give a try to was that most of them were just waiting to give me a jump scare. I hate that shit. Dead Space, is, Dead Space is one of the best at that because you think the jump scare is coming and then it doesn't. And then as soon as you yeah. feel safe, oh, fuck you, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine because, like, again, I knew... The violins that... in that game. Oh, violins. Dead Space with your audio. <laughs> and it just keeps going and nothing happens. Dead Space has some fucking stellar audio work. It's yeah. so good. Okay. Uh, anything else, Drew? Resident Evil 2 is awesome. Everybody should play it. Yeah. Uh, no, that's about it. All right. Sonic 06, but I'm not talking about that. Yeah, I don't think you want to Nobody talk about it on your own podcast. Anthony. Playing Sonic 06. I don't want to um, talk about it. Yeah, I don't want to play it anymore, but here I am. Um... And it doesn't want me to play it, so that's fantastic. Um, yeah, so uh, what else have I played? I played more Mario and Luigi. Um, it's weird going back... Well, not going back, but playing that game still... Um, it reminds me of how good that series was, because the last two that they released, like newer ones, not the Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, which I didn't touch, um, but uh, the remake, I should say... Um, so we were going back to those games when they were good because uh, the last one was Paper Jam, and talk about RPG bloat. Like that game, I, I don't know what happened, but that series turned into just like how long can we stretch this game out instead of just making a fun game. Um, those games were always sort of long-ish, but not super long. But those games just became like, all right, we're going to go through the same area four hundred different times and. You're just going to keep doing battles, and they become boring after a while. Um, yeah. yeah, Paper Jam wasn't great. Uh, you know, And this is kind of the, only, the closest thing you can get to Paper Mario-type combat, because 
Paper Mario doesn't do that anymore. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm still enjoying myself. I still haven't touched the Bowser stuff, which is the new thing, so I need to do that still. Um, I was in a Mario mood, though, and I popped in New Super Mario Brothers for the DS because I wasn't sure if I had finished it, but I had. So I popped that out um, and popped in New Super Mario Brothers 2, which I knew I hadn't. And um, that's another series that just sort of wore out its welcome after a while because 2 is really good. Boy, I just don't care about the Wii U one or the Wii one. It just, just not like Mario's great, but cut the crap and like let's just do something different with Mario. Like my favorite Paper Mario game is still Super New Super or no, sorry Super Paper Mario. Um, because it was that old Mario formula with uh, something different, and New Super Mario Brothers Two does that whole gold coin, just the tons of gold coins that it gives you. Um. So that's neat. And I also popped in uh, Super Mario Sunshine, which, um, outside of just the camera being odd, um, because it's sort of working off the aspect of yet you're still controlling a character that moves rather than rotating the view, like the view of the character you're playing as. Uh, so when you press right, it actually pans to the left because you're kind of moving the camera to the right around the character. Um, that other than that, that game is still fantastic. Like, it looks great still. Um, it plays great. I love the fact that you can kind of get through the levels however you want. Um, I really like that game. And that's because I was watching... Um, it came up in one of my recommended videos on YouTube. Uh, a guy named Nitro Rad. He does a bunch of videos on 3D platformers. And he does really good stuff. And he just talked about Super Mario Sunshine. And went, God, I want to play that game again. So I popped it in and played it for a bit. Um other than that, like I've apparently decided to play shitty games this year, so Sonic 06, again, just the worst, and you can hear me bitch about that this week. So, that's it. Sweet. Moving on to the Wombat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've played very little. Alright. Uh, I really, um, in the past week, really all I've played is uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, just trying to make my way through it, and man, that game has some really good side quests. Um, the uh, like side quests, it it's a little, it seems a little cheap to me to say, like The Witcher, uh, but like The Witcher, um, it has side quests that have just as much sort of weight and story attached to them as the main quest does. So, um, it, I I kind of told myself. I'm not going to really waste my time with a whole bunch of side quests. I'm just going to try and make my way through the uh, the main story so I can get it done because I know you and other folks have told me it's an enormous game. Um, but it's hard not to do the side quests when they're as engaging as the side quests in this game are. Um, so I'm confident not all of them are that good, uh, but I've done some that are really, really good. And uh, I would have been retroactively disappointed if I hadn't done them. So... Um, Maybe I'm going to give myself a little more freedom to uh, to play some of the side quests now that I've seen how good some of them can be. So um, that's basically what I've been playing. And um, other than that, you know, I, I did not. Um, I mentioned this on Twitter. I did not end up pre-ordering Anthem. I'm going to wait until I get a chance to um, play the free demo uh, that they're going to be coming out with this coming weekend. Um, actually, I don't even know if it's this weekend. It might be just like Friday or something like that. Um, 
So I'm going to wait until that uh, free demo comes out so I can check it out. It, um, as I said on Twitter, it, it really, um, it really reminds me a lot of Destiny. And I know that every time you say that, there's like 16 people that'll come out of the woodwork and say it's not Destiny at all. It's completely different. Um, I get it, but it still looks like Destiny. Um, I mean, the concept is very Destiny-like. Anybody that yeah. denies that's like out of their mind. Yeah, and I know the the well the, the flying supposedly change a lot changes a lot of it and like I get all that and I'm not suggesting that it's the same game, um, but it just has that same sort of style and feel, and quite honestly, I it's just not um, watching video of it. I found myself going, man, this just does not look like something I want to play right now. Uh, so you know maybe my opinion will change uh, after I actually get my hands on it, but uh, for now I'm gonna I'm gonna hold until I can uh, play the demo and see what I think. So yeah, It might be for the best anyways, just to see how they end up monetizing. Sure, yeah. Because what if that game, like, that's kind of what ended up happening. Like, Destiny, it's later levels kind of ask you to monetize your game more, right? Or the, the fact that they, like, kind of hide the actual game behind DLC content. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I never really made it to quote-unquote later levels in Destiny, especially the first one, because the first one made it so damn well, grindy. But the, yeah, well, um, that's just it. Like, you have to grind, and then the actual game's kind of hidden behind this. It yeah. makes the game even better. Well, th- that should have been the game in the first place. And I know that there's talk that you're like, well, you got to have endgame content. Yeah, but you should also lead with some good content. Otherwise, I have no interest in playing. And that game, up until the ending, is just get to a point, defend the point, move on. Get to a point, fight a boss, move on. Like, and, and yeah, the shooting's great, but, God, you're just shooting at boring targets. The first Destiny. I can't speak for the second one, but, like, that's what that main game was. DLC was well, like. I mean, And the, the DLC the... wasn't even part of the DLC um, season pass. The thing, about the, the thing about the second one is it's, I mean, it's... The shooting in the second one is tremendous. Um, the, the shooting in both of them, honestly, is tremendous. The, the, um, through the story, Destiny Two is a is a really really good game. It is. Yeah. Yeah. You I could you, you could drop twenty hours into Destiny Two and feel satisfied. Yes, I agree with okay. that. I yeah. agree with that completely. The um, it's it's a very uh, it's a very well made game. I just quite honestly got tired of the grind. Was my only issue with the game. Um, it just got uh, to the point where I didn't feel like I was making progress, or at least not sufficient progress. Um, and at that point, it stopped being stopped being interesting to me. So yeah. that was that's because uh, your light level wasn't enough. I'm sure that's the case, but which is weird because I'd expect that out of a Scientology conference. Well, it's probably connected. It's the same thing. You got to pay money to get higher levels. Uh, <laughs> oh, true. Oh, man. oh no! <laughs> there it is. We've cracked it open, everybody. <laughs> Destiny Two is Scientology. Destiny Two is Scientology. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it was a good game. I'm not going to say it's not a good game. It just I got do you tired. Need of another it. one of those games is the question. Right? I don't need another one of those games right now, and that's I think the. Um, I think that's the core of my hesitancy is um, I don't feel like I need another one of those right now. <laughs> so we'll see, though. Again, I, you know, I may end up playing it, and I may decide that you know, this is absolutely something I need to play, but that's just not where my head's at right now. So, 
we'll see. Um, other than that, uh, I haven't really played anything. I'm just waiting on um, uh, that demo to drop, and then uh, I'm going to try and make my way through Odyssey so I can start um, Divinity Original Sin 1. Yeah. Uh, it's a long game. But I don't want to start that until... sort of stuff right there. Yeah, I don't want to start that until I've, um, I'm at least content with where I'm at in my progress for um, Assassin's Creed. So what's your next big 2019 release, Ryan? Honestly, I don't um I don't know that I have one until Mortal Kombat. Okay. Like uh, the um I was just looking through the release list the other day and unless I'm just forgetting to think of something right now, um I don't know that I have one until Mortal Kombat because I don't care about Resident Evil. I don't care about Kingdom Hearts. Um well, you need to watch I, this forty-minute video of me explaining what happened. Yeah, in the last not. Device. By the way, one of my favorite things is none of those videos that have shown up are like under twenty minutes. The I so I played and finished the first Kingdom Hearts. That was enough That's Kingdom Hearts for me yep. for my entire life. Um. So yeah, I don't. I, it's not again. Not a shot. It, those games are just not for me at all. I'm just not, generally speaking, uh, a, a fan of. Uh, Square Enix's RPGs. It's not. Um, I don't care about Final Fantasy. I'm not some huge, massive Disney fan, uh, so it just doesn't have the appeal to me. Um. So yeah, I don't. I, I mean, unless I'm missing something, I don't know that I've got anything until Mortal Kombat in April, which is good because it gives me a chance to gives me a chance to beat Assassin's Creed, gives me a chance to play uh, Divinity, gives me a chance to. Um, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, gives me a chance to go back and get caught up on some of the other stuff that I have that I haven't finished, like Valkyria Chronicles Four and stuff like that. So yeah, because Days Gone isn't going to be up your alley. So it, yeah, I'm not, I don't really. That's, that's not the only other game I'm looking forward to this appeal. year. No, so nobody loves Crackdown anymore. I mean, I'll play Crackdown. <laughs> I have been um, because I'm going to get it for free. <laughs> He'll yeah, make so. time for it. I'll make time for it. <laughs> I'll make time for it. I just not, I'm not, um, I have at this point, if it's possible to have negative confidence, um, <laughs> I have negative confidence in the ability of that game to be good. Because um, I love the original Crackdown. Um, Crackdown 2 was a mess. And this game has had so much start and stop development that yeah. I just have no confidence in the, the ability for that game to be as good as the first one was. But Terry Crews, though. I like Terry Crews a lot. And actually, did ever, did anybody, speaking of Mortal Kombat, did anybody see the, the thing from Ed Boon where he, he retweeted the picture that someone made of Terry Crews as Jax? Did you see the follow-up to and that? Then, and then Terry Crews said, I would love to do this. And uh, they responded back that they were going to get in touch or something along those lines. That was the last part no, of but there's, The guy that did that mock-up did more. Yeah. He really? did uh, Gal Gadot as Kitana, mm -hmm. Michael Fass Michael Fassbender as Raiden, Fassbender. Uh, Keanu Reeves as Kenshi. I mean, wow. it's it's really good. Like you're looking at it, going, "Oh my god, this would be amazing." <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't see any of the follow ups. I just saw Terry Crews being super excited about it. Well, Terry Crews was super excited about being in Overwatch, and well, guess what? They didn't put him in it. Yeah. yeah well. That's because they also were up their own ass at some points. You need wow. a lot of money for that. That it's true. 
They 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 would eat a lot of money for the cast that that guy is creating, though. Oh sure. Mm. I mean, I I uh, my favorite part about that whole not getting uh, Terry Chris to do Doomfist is that uh, how much talk is there about Doomfist nowadays? That's right. You don't. Well, I mean, you don't play just, Overwatch, so you dude, don't. Know. Yeah. There's you don't bring up Doomfist ever. He's not my Doomfist is one of the hardest characters to play in that game. Yeah, I I I trolled with him yesterday in competitive because two of our players were throwing. So yeah, Doomfist and Genji are probably the two hardest like characters to play in that game. Yeah, and I I can't play either one of them because I'm not that good. No. Now, if, but if you find a good Doomfist, he'll wreck you. He will destroy your entire team. Yeah. Yeah. In like 10 seconds. <sighs> when I stay on the payload. All I'm saying is they should have brought in Terry Crews. Doomfist would be a lot more Winners stay on the payload. Winners stay on the payload. <laughs> you know who All that I'm is? Saying That's is... the guy who played the witch doctor in Diablo 3. Oh, you know, I got like three tweets about that last week after you said the witch doctor. Oh, really? <laughs> I told the witch doctor. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying is Doomfist is the most video game ass video game name of all time. <laughs> Damn right it is. I have, There's I have... actually been three Doomfists according to the lore. Oh, well, the lore. All of them Perfect had the most video game ass video game name of all time. The Overwatch lore. Oh, boy. The thing is, is that I know everything there is to know about Overwatch lore. I know way too much about a game that doesn't have a story mode. That doesn't have a story. That's yeah, what's so... My favorite, my favorite one, um, what's his name there? Uh, Soldier76. They're like, he's gay. Put it in the game. How? Like, n- none of this stuff shows up in the game. In fact, you can have two Soldier76 on the same battlefield. Well, yeah. yeah. That's, how the, that's how video games work. I mean, what are they going to do? They're going to have him like do a can line. Hey, by the way, I'm gay. <laughs> you know, I mean, what, what was he supposed hey, to say? After all this is done, uh... it, it, yeah, because there's there's a big difference between people. You know, yeah, you can put some kind of thing in there to tell. Tracer's been gay since the beginning. You know, <laughs> yeah. ain't nothing in there saying that either. <laughs> uh, people are stupid. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Nobody cares. Right. I'm so happy, by the way, that back in the and I, I'm sure they'll do the same thing again. But you mentioning duplicate characters being on the battlefield, I love the fact that in in uh, MKX and I can't remember if they did it in MK9 or not. Um, when you'd have mirror matches, the uh, the unique dialogue would reference the fact that it was a mirror match. It would oh, yeah, reference they, they... the fact that, like, um, you know, if it was Johnny Cage versus Johnny Cage. He'd say, like, um, Johnny Cage would, like, put this look on his face and go, there can be only one. Yeah, they do that in Overwatch as well. And then there is a mode in Overwatch where it doesn't allow people to play the same character, correct? Well, not on the same team. Oh, okay. I thought it was... So, like, if a a Soldier 76 kills another Soldier 76, he'll be like, Eddie Soldier or something like that. He, He... they they have voice lines for when they kill themselves. I heard one last night that was hilarious. I'd never heard before. It was a um, me and my wife were playing. She was playing Sombra and she killed Tracer. And Sombra just goes, "Cheers, love." <laughs> I never heard that. There's so many voice lines in that game. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Uh, if that's it, Wombat, I'll go ahead and tell you that Anthem is a lot yeah, like Destiny. It. 
I finally get to play this weekend. Yeah. It took 24 hours. Um, okay. I got the... You've been trying the entire time. <laughs> I, no, I, I kept going back and booting it up, because the first time I booted it up, I got to the loading screen and it said server's not available. I'm like, okay, this seems like it's a regular problem. Cool. I go back to it a little bit later, boot it up, get past the server issue, it says, ready to start. Title screen. No button prompt. No button does nothing. You just sit there. So I got that bug for a while. Uh, apparently other people were getting bugs that when they're loading into a mission, it stops at 95% and just sits there forever. But I did finally get into the game. Um, they added the hub, which a lot of people were saying, oh, it needs a hub like Destiny, because this game is nothing like Destiny. Um, so there's a hub now. It's all in first person. You walk around the city. It runs like shit. Yeah, kind of figured. And I'm just like... <sighs> you can tell that this feels like something that was added last minute, because once you get into the game, the game feels good. Um, in On Xbox One X, it's running at 4K, but it only runs at 30, so it feels a little sluggish when compared to, you know, 60 FPS. But then again, Destiny only runs at 30 on console, so whatever. No, sure. no, I have a question. I, I, I'll tell you one thing. Destiny at 60 frames per second is a different game. Uh, any game, any shooter at 60 frames per second is a different game. Yeah, no, nah, like, I, I played the, like, probably seven levels of Destiny 2 on PC, I was like, wow, this is ten times better than the console versions. Yeah, I don't understand why with the Pro and the X that they don't put a 1080p 60 frame per second version. And and, and I I guess it's because they don't want the 60 FPS playing with the 30 FPS people and having an advantage and blah, 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 blah. But that happens on PC, so it's bullshit. Yeah, but on PC, the excuse is you don't have enough money. That excuse is the same on consoles. Yeah, yeah but, but console people are... Come on. Console people don't have that fight. Okay. I'm going to be honest. They'll have fights about dumb shit all the time. I, I didn't say they wouldn't have fights about dumb shit, Anthony. I said they don't have fights about that. The PC guys... The PC guys run around... To that fight? The PC guys run around with their... My video card, look at the size of this motherfucker. You know, console guys don't do... Like, they argue about dumb shit. Like, like I saw a thread yesterday about Kingdom Hearts. They're like, hey, Kingdom Hearts, it does, it doesn't belong on Xbox. It's a, oh, wow. and I'm it's just, a traitor. And I'm just that's, like, that's gonna say, please bring I'm just like, come on, dude, shut the fuck up. Like seriously, if if you go online and tweet about how a game doesn't feel right or doesn't belong on another console, get fucked. Just get fucked and get the fuck out. It's you, you're stupid. I would champion if like Halo went to PlayStation. Gives a fuck. Nobody gives a shit. I do. Hey, nobody gives a, a shit. That was a traditionally uh, an Xbox uh, title, and for it to be on PlayStation. Well. Anyway, yeah. um, but no, Anthem is uh, it's a very pretty game. Like the the level, the environments are. I, I love. I love the world of Anthem so far. Um, excuse me, I didn't play a lot. But I played enough of it to go, okay, I will give this the 10-hour trial that EA Access gives me because I actually get to keep progress then because right now it's obviously a demo. You don't get to keep all that stuff, so I'm not going to sink a bunch of time into it. But, like, it feels good. Like, the flying feels good. Like, it's it's interesting. The shooting feels good. Um, it's is, just, it, is it basically Mass Effect Andromeda? No. No? No, it, it is 
Destiny if you were Iron Man. Okay. Okay. I was just about to ask, is it Iron Man? Yeah, it's Destiny if you were Iron Man. Now, now you said that there's a hub world that was kind of cheaply added, but aren't those worlds actually, like, isn't the level areas fairly big and not, like, linear like Destinies are? Well, like, Isn't it's... there a lot of free roam sort of area? Well, Destiny's levels are free roam. Mm, you can go where you sure, want. Sure, sure, sure. But, like... During patrol missions, yes. Yeah. So but, it, it, it works in the like, same fashion, where you go to okay. the hub and you do all your upgrades or your customization of your, your javelin. Um, you buy stuff, you talk to people, you take quests, that kind of stuff I'm, in the hub. I'm not sure, personally, why anybody would want a hub. It just slows down the experience of... Like, that could all be done in a menu? It can, but people that invest themselves in these games, and if you've played Destiny more than 20 minutes, you'll know that people love to go to the hub, do their dances, turn in their quests. That's kind of like the social area of Destiny, and Anthem seems to have added that. Um, When you start a mission, it is very Destiny of where you can set it to be private, public, you can invite your friends, all that stuff, so... It seems like a cool game. Uh, like Ryan, though, I'm kind of on the fence of if I actually want that thing right now. How's the loot? I mean, it's it's what you'd expect. There's three different pieces on your javelin that you can customize. Uh, you can eventually upgrade to get longer flight, you know, better guns, the ability to carry different guns, um, upgrade to different... Like secondary powers, like your think of it like Overwatch, where you have your bumpers or your secondary powers. So like the different javelins have different abilities. They have a cooldown. They have a cooldown. They can also be added with elemental uh, attacks. It's so, and I recognize that this is a picky thing, but one of the things I was watching was a um, it was a video of the um, storm. I think is what they're called. Yeah, the storm javelin. The one. Yeah. And this guy's flying around, and he's got they, – they all have their, like, special abilities or whatever. Their special abilities, obviously, are on a cooldown. And so he's flying around with this storm, and uh, he's unleashing these giant lightning bolts and throwing ice and all this crazy stuff. And then when he's on a cooldown – He's flying around with this little machine gun, just pick, 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 shooting at the the enemies on the ground, and their health's moving like a tiny little tick with every bullet. And so what I what I didn't get out of that video is, do the guns feel like they're worth anything, or does it just feel like, hey, here's something to kill some time with while your specials are recharging? Because that's the thing about Destiny is the specials are very powerful. But I never felt like the entire time I was playing that game, I never felt like I was only using guns as a way to get my special back. Um, whereas the video I watched of that Storm play seemed like the guns were just there to fill the time while he was charging his specials back up. Hey, uh, that sounds like the time to kill problem right there. Yeah, I didn't see that in what I played, but then again, I'm okay. only playing in the opening area, so I'm sure the enemies that I were fighting were not you know, bigger, more powerful enemies. Right. So, I, you know, there, there was, like, these flying creatures that I was, you know, fighting in the air, and, you know, less than a clip would take them out, so... Okay. It's not... It so, from your perspective, what you played, the guns actually seemed like a legitimate 
gameplay method to deal with enemies. Yeah, I mean, at least in lower level enemies or early on, for sure. Okay. But I mean, this is one of those games, and this is the problem with the demo, is you could play this for an hour, two hours, you're probably still not going to get the full loop of that game. So that's going to be a problem. So I'll be interested if you guys actually get to play this weekend. (laughs) Because the VIP guys didn't get to play a whole lot this weekend, from what I understand. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, I played that. Uh, I played a lot of Resident Evil. played a lot of Overwatch, yeah. as per usual. Um, I did play uh, through the entire first game of Travis Strikes Again. Um, I'm enjoying that game. Uh, there's a lot to it that I like. There's a lot of... It's very self-aware, very referential... Um, I think one of my favorite lines in the first game is uh, Travis is recollecting on the game because he's a big fan of the game that he gets trapped in. And like when he meets the final boss, he actually tells him that he's his hero and that he loves him. And it's kind of hilarious. And then when he's in his retrospective after beating the game, he's sitting in a chair and he's like, I wonder if they'll ever make another one. I bet Devolver buys the rights to it and releases it. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's little stuff like that that's just funny in this game. Um, you know what game did that great? Uh, the return Matt, of Matt Hazard. Matt Hazard, yeah. Matt Hazard was... That was the best thing, because that game kind of played like shit. Yeah. <laughs> so Matt Hazard is one of the games that me and Matt has said we would like to do on the beer or the bad game. Yeah, hey, I have it. It's a bad so video game. You know. It's a bad video game with a lot of great comedy in it. it really yes. Is. That is a fan... If you're a video game fan, yeah. that is a great game to play. You're talking Eat Lead and not the other Matt Hazard. Bloodbath and Beyond? Yeah. The, I'm talking the the, the original, yeah, the original return of Matt Hazard. Eat lead. Yeah, the um, it has Master Chef in it, which is fucking yeah. hilarious. It's got the Master Chef. It's got the Final Fantasy. Yeah, boss yeah. character that uses text instead of speech. Yeah, that game it's is so good. That game is so hilarious. But man, I'm gonna tell you as soon as you pick up the controls of that game, it is so bad. It's bad. It is. Trust me, I know. But I I actually beat that game. I powered through it. Yep, man, I did that too. Last, Level, oh, man. Yeah, it's it's a rough game. Travis Strikes Again, you would probably love that because it's a lot of that. Um, yeah. The gameplay itself is very one note. It is a hack and slash game. You have a couple of attacks. Eventually, you can upgrade and get these uh, chips that you can slot in for special abilities. Um, it takes forever to level up. You've got to earn enough XP to level up. It's it's ridiculous how long that takes. I've been through. Like the first game probably took me two hours. I've leveled. I'm level two. So, mm. but yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting game. I like the t-shirt shop that you can buy the t-shirts in and and you wear different. Right now, I'm wearing a Blazing Chrome t-shirt, but there's like Dead Cells t-shirts and it's all the indie games you could possibly think of. You can get a Steam World Dig t-shirt. The it's, games he enters are not real titles. No, though, no, no, right? no, no. It's like, what was it, Earth Tiger 3, I think, was the first game you played? Yeah, I, I kind of wish, with the fact that Devolver is attached, it would have been funny if they, he entered Devolver titles, knowing yeah. some of the titles Devolver This game is, str- is straight up pseudo, though. So, like, there's a guy in every level um, that you can talk to, and he, he's... Uh, he, he's Every time you talk to him, he just gives you a quote. He's like, Grandpa's Wisdom, and then he gives you a quote. It's just fucking hilarious. Um, you still save at toilets, which is always classic. Does it show you the same shot where it, like... He pulls his pants down and the saving yeah. symbol is right over his junk. Yes. Crotch, yeah. yeah. 
So I mean, it's it's a cool game. It's if you know what you're getting into, it's it's a pseudo game through and through. Um, it, it I mean, it plays fine. There's just not a lot to it. Um, I've watched some of the gameplay of this, and um, this was going to be one of the games that was. Oh man, if this is anything like No More Heroes at all, I might pick up a Switch for it. And I got to watching gameplay. I'm like, oh, this will be something I pick up if I get a Switch. Yeah, there's a lot of references to No More Heroes three, at least early on. Because, like, the gameplay of it is kind of like swing, 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 running around. You reminded me of Mike Myers there. Swing! Swing! Mm-hmm. Swing! Yeah. Um, Speaking so of I was Mike... kind of disappointed at the look of that. But, yeah. <laughs> I, I just imagined the killer. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past him, right? Oh, stab, also... Stab, stab, Also, they just patched the game. Yeah, with Killer7. And it, as soon as you boot it up after the patch, it plays an intro... With the guy from Killer Seven walking up to uh, Badman and telling him he has to kill Travis, and it's—I don't like Killer Seven. I think it's a bad game. Um, but I love Killer Seven. The style of the intro that they did for this was spot on. But um, speaking of Mike Myers, I watched Bohemian Rhapsody last night because I, you know, I wanted to see that movie. Mike Myers is in that movie, and he plays the guy that paid for the album that had that song on it. And there's a line in that movie where Mike Myers goes, we need stuff that teenagers can roll down the street and headbang their headbang to. Bohemian Rhapsody is not that. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And I'm just sitting there going, all right, all right, who, you know, say what you will about Brian Singer, but that was a great, that was a great throw in there. I was about to say, wait a minute, isn't this a biopic? (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is. Which, right. by the way, it's really good. I, I enjoy it's it's fucking depressing as shit, but it's really good. Yeah, I kind of figured it would be. It's very depressing, but Rami Malek kills that role. Like he just wow, that dude killed it. Um, I played. I'm almost embarrassed to say I played a farming game. Oh, oh man, man. He's, he's getting ready for that farming simulator. No, 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 sports no. league. Not a farming simulator. I played a game called Farm Together. I. It's kind of like. Um, is it like Stardew Valley? Not as in depth, but you're on the right track. Think more. I'm gonna say it. Harvest Moon. Farmville. Wow. Uh, very. You're dead to me. Very anime dead style characters. Like, it's one of those games because they send me all the ID games every week. So that was one of them. I booted it up. I'm like, I'm going to see what this is because I always try all of them just to see what they are. Two hours later, I'm like, oh man, my lettuce is level three. We got to go. Oh boy. We got to go. We got to go. It's really kind of. My lettuce is level three. You can level up your your crops. My lettuce is level three. (laughs) It changes seasons and like you can only harvest certain things during certain seasons. Oh my god, I got I got roped into this game for like two hours. Oh man, you sound like me with like civilization. Yeah, this is a very very quotable episode of N4G podcast. It's very simple. Like everything is so streamlined, it makes it easy to keep going. Like I kept stopping. Like I should go play some more Resident Evil. And so, like, they, they hit you with that. I need to. My carrots should, are about to level up. My carrots are about to go. I planted some my peanuts. Carrots. Like everything has timers and water levels on them, so it's like, oh my god, I could play this. You know what? That sounds. Mm, I feel bad that's now. The, that's fun the, of it. 
the, the, the free to play model, man. But well, it's not free to play. Free to play. There's nothing. There's no microtransactions in it. That reminds me of the game uh, Dead in Vinland that I played, where everything had a water level and it was a survival game, and it was just kind of clicking on menus and stuff. And I actually really liked that game. Yeah, uh, I, and they fixed all the things I complained about too, which is crazy. The worst, I didn't think that. The worst part about this is like it sits on my like on my dashboard on my Xbox, and I look at the, and the square, and I'm like. I should boot that up and check all my carrots. Put it about five minutes. Hey, man, if you enjoy it, do it. Who cares? That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I'm having a good time. You get a chance when you. There is lots of achievements in this game. Every Xbox One game has a thousand achievements now. Holy moly! Yeah, right. Are you are you gonna are you gonna platinum this essentially? Oh no, I never will. That's that's insane. But I'll probably play it again because it's it's fun. I'll tell you something. I'll never platinum as Resident Evil Two. No, beat, beat the game with, with less than sixteen thousand steps. Also, what's the what? one? Don't ever use the item box. You fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? Though I could probably do that. The not uh, no item box thing. Um, if I wanted to, like I could do Leon's route A probably. How many or, how many steps do you think? Well, the steps I couldn't do. The steps one kills me. So is the uh, no recovery item. On hardcore yeah, mode? that couldn't do either. No fucking way. Um, the so I looked at like how, I'm assuming you unlock um, hunk and tofu the same way as the original. That'd be my guess. I haven't done. Yeah, it I don't know how I'd do that. Just I'm bo- sure there's them. a. I'm sure there's a. If you Google it right now, you'd find it. it only because only because it took <clears throat> eight hours to finish Leon's first, and I'm like. Even if I got that down, I think I could only get it down to like half that. No. Because there's portions, there's portions of his, of his that's horribly long, in my opinion. I bet you, speedrunners will get that game under three hours. Yeah, speedrunners. Oh yeah. Not me. Uh, but that's that's pretty much what I've been playing this week. I played a couple other indie games, but nothing. Nothing, nothing major. stand out. No, nothing, nothing really. Was farming enough. Nothing was as good as farm farm together. Also, that game is local I, co-op, so you can play. Yeah, okay, I was going to say, it says farm together, just but there was co-op. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you can get, like, I made my character blue, so they look How like, does that work in like co-op, you know? I assume you guys, well, there's a lot of tasks to do, so you could, like, there's, okay. it's like a big sprawling area, and you can plant stuff on one side, plant stuff on the other. And like I said, it's very streamlined, you don't, you have to harvest it, but you don't have to take it anywhere, like, as soon as you harvest it, you just get it. Huh. Like you don't have to take right. it somewhere. It's it's very streamlined. Like I said, I spent two hours just staring at it like, oh my god. But no, that's Interesting. that's all for this week. Uh what's coming out this week? Um <clears throat> Who cares? Resident Evil 2. I though. swear to God I'm out. not lying when I say this. Kingdom Hearts three is out this week. Yeah, there's still plenty of time to cancel it, don't it's only been eleven years. And you still won't get an end, because he's already planning more games. I think we should start playing a drinking game with the podcast, to where every time we mention a game and Anthony says something negative, you got to take a shot. You'll all die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone, There's not enough alcohol in the world. You know what? There's a hell of a lot of people excited for Tuesday. I know Drew is one of them. Hey. I'm. I, don't get me wrong. I just yeah. it irritates me that it's taken him this long to finish a game that a lot of people love, and he's still not gonna fucking finish it. 
Like, he's not going to complete it. It's the same thing with Shenmue. I don't like Shenmue, but I feel bad because, like, I feel like it's abuse of the fans. That's bullshit. Dude, it's taken you 11 years. You've added a bunch of shit to the fucking story, and then you're still not going to finish it because you're already planning for the next game. Like, thanks. Well, for those of you who are excited, Kingdom Hearts 3 is out on Tuesday. You can buy the game. You can buy the game in an all-in-one package that has the um, uh, the 1.5, 2.5 stuff. Is that only for PS4, though? Well, obviously, it's not on Xbox. <laughs> well, I didn't know if that was the only way they were selling it for Xbox or not. I no, unfortunately, that, that collection is still not available for Xbox, but that PS4 counts. owners can buy. It's not bad. It's $100, and it has every Kingdom Hearts Actually, that's not bad at all, because I think the uh, those games alone are like 50 bucks a piece. They're also releasing a PS4 Pro Limited Edition, but apparently that thing is super limited, because GameStop and Amazon were canceling a shitload of people's pre-orders this week. <laughs> Whew, that was a rough story. Um, Again, feel bad for the fans. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3 is out on Tuesday. Uh, Genesis Alpha 1. There's another game out this week. Penguin Wars. Ew! Ew! <laughs> is it finally time for Penguin Wars? Uh, it says it's coming oh out on God. Tuesday. Oh! <laughs> you can definitely tell I watched Bohemian Rhapsody last night because when he started yelling Ayo, I was like, Ew! <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen uh, the Have you seen the video of the groundhog? Yes, that is singing that. No, I've not. Oh, it's it's hilarious. It's a it's like a, a prairie dog or a groundhog or something that's mouthing the uh, it's opening its mouth and stuff, and it they they dub in the ew over top of it. It's uh, hilarious. The crowd return. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, the council is out this week. The Hong Kong massacre is dropping on PS4. I heard that's pretty neat. That looks cool. Yeah, it looks like a really realistic version of Hotline. Hotline Miami, yeah, it, it definitely looks like that. It looks like Stranglehold if it was Hotline Miami. Yeah. Uh, Trainer VR. That's the, you can talk about some video game ass video game name. There you go. Uh, Drowning. That sounds depressing. Uh, good, yeah, po- good, good. Goodbye, Deponia. That must be a, that's for PS4. Yep. Uh, I was about to say, that, that came out a long time ago on PC. That's out on PS4. We got Bomb Fest. Oh, the, the, the complete uh, Deponia, which is 1, 2, and 3, is out on PC for free on Humble, for anybody that cares. We've got Necrosphere Deluxe, uh, Warbital, 8-Bit Hordes, Deadland VR, Royal Assault, Song of Memories. Okay. Uh, we've also got Animal Super Squad, which has an acronym. You know what the acronym for Animal Super Squad is? Ass. 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 You know who's involved with that game? No. Uh, nope. <laughs> PewDiePie. Oh. Okay, well, that means I'll never touch it. I was that. hoping it was Billy Gunn. <laughs> it's one of those physics-based, like, trials <laughs> games. From Did what you I just say I was hoping it was Billy Gunn? <laughs> yes. That's awesome. He's an asshole. The greatest entrance theme. Holy shit, there's a lot coming out on the Switch this week. What a shock. We have Inops, Demo, Mages of Mistralia. This is not a typo. Mages Mages of Mistralia is actually a really good game. It is. This is not a typo. Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy. What? That's, a, that's the good one, right? That's Yeah, it's not Ankh. Ankh is the... 
weird. That game's like 200 years old. I know, yeah. just like The Mummy. THQ, yeah. uh, is it THQ Nordic publishing it? Yeah, they own all those uh, old yeah, THQ yeah. licenses. There you go. <sighs> so that's coming to the Switch this week. Uh, Unworthy, uh, Dragon Marked for Death, which I played, can't talk about. Um, Drowning, where I said that. Fishing Star World Tour, Hyper Ride, Agartha S, Airheart Tales of Broken Wings. Take these broken wings. I almost broke out into song when I read it. I was like, take these Learn to fly, yeah. Uh, Bleep Bloop. Bleep Bloop. Bleep Bloop. Okay. Downwell. That's a good game. Um, Ooh, uh, Egg. The Platform Puker. Huh? It's literally E G G G G G. The platform puker. Okay. Okay. Gabucci. 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 It's like it's like Kabuki, but not. It's Gabucci. Does he spit green powder in your face? (laughs) And then pin you. Uh, Halicon Halcyon. Now this is that was the great Kabuki. This is only the so-so Kabuki. The so-so Kabuki. So-so Kabuki. Mediocre Kabuki. How do you how do you pronounce the H A L C Y O N? How do you Halcyon? Halcyon. Six star base commander. Merchants of Caden. Uh, new star manager. Onigiri. I actually know what that game is. Uh, it's one of those uh, um, 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 Japanese. Um, uh, booby MMOs. That's what that is. Booby. <laughs> We've got Pixel Colors. <clears throat> oh, this is a South Park reference. Can you get this? One? The next game is called Planetarian. Okay. Robotics Notes Dash Robotics Notes Elite Otaku Set. Did you follow that? I did. Sure. Stray Cat Doors. Okay. Uh, Tangle Deep. Uh, right. Zombie Night well, Tangle Deep. Tangle Deep's pretty cool. It's a um, platformer that was made to look like a Sega Genesis game. Uh, Thea, The Awakening. And Wargroove. Which, Wargroove is a game, if you're not paying attention to, you should check it out. Think Advanced Wars. Is this speaking from some sort of experience one of us might have? No, I haven't played it. Oh, okay. You piqued um, my interest, but now you have my attention. Also, it is cross-platform play across everything except for PS4. Really? So it is on Switch, PC, and Xbox, and they can play with each other and against each other. That sounds amazing. And PlayStation and it does 4, look like Advance Wars. It said, fuck you. You can only play on PlayStation. That'll probably change. I think I read that the PlayStation 4 version of that game was delayed, and it's probably because of that. They're probably going to add it, because it's it's literally in everything now, so... Hmm. Um, let's check out the PC games. Hentai World. That's not even interesting anymore. Nope. Would you like to look that one up, Drew? No. No, no, no. That's, unless, yeah. it, unless it involves a chicken. That I'm not Motherfucker, I, there's a... I mean, can you really top that from last week? No. Probably not. Uh, there is the Devil's Calculator. <laughs> I hope it's just a calculator that's, like, on fire. It only something. has sixes. That's the only number on it. Yeah, that's a really <laughs> worthless calculator. Yeah. Um, I there's a sequel to Subnautica dropping into early access next week. Really? Which is kind of crazy. That's kind of... I mean, 
Subnautica has been around on PC, uh, not completed, but around for a long time. But that's pretty cool. Man, there's a shitload of PC games. I tell you that. I tell you that. Bleep Bloop is also coming to the PC in case you were worried. Okay, good. Uh, oh, genius Nazi girl go PPLs Chan episode one. Okay, I'm looking that up. <laughs> I'm... Okay, say it one uh, more time. Genius, exclamation point, Nazi girl, and then it's G-O-E-P-P-E-L-S, whatever that spells. I don't know what this what is. What the crap? Looks very kawaii. It's made by a company called War Machine. War Machine. There's an anime version of Hitler in here. <gasps> what? This well, is I'm a not slightly to... different history to the world we know. Having been appointed propaganda minister at the age of 14, the genius girl, Jerry Gopels, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> together with her private secretaries, Raleigh and Flute, is oh, up to all sorts of secret maneuvers. Of course. Of course. Or made this be charged with hate crimes. There's also a game coming out this week called Wet Girl. God. I'm not looking that up. I wouldn't either. Let's go on to news. Anyway, uh, Metroid Prime 4 development has been uh, rebooted. It's now being developed by Retro Studios. Which makes you wonder why they didn't do that in the first place. I was about to say, yeah. (laughs) Also, this means that the game is now probably two years away. Yep. So... Because they scrapped that whole thing. I love, I love all the people making their YouTube videos based around Nintendo has said it was going to be out and stuff. I'm like, they never said when it was going to be out. Dude, they've all. only showed a goddamn title screen. That's yeah, so like, like maybe you shouldn't worry about it, this. It's actually nice that they came out and were honest. Hey, uh, that wasn't something they had to do at all. There's already a sequel in the works to Detective Pikachu. Great. Do they finish the story in this one? Let's hope so. Or, I mean, I'm, I'm, they, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't in the first game. It leaves on a... The movie! Walk. Maybe the movie finishes it. There's a sequel the to movie's the movie. The a totally different character. The sequel to the movie is in development. Oh, sorry. Well, they never finished the plot in the game. Nobody, so. no, nobody comes to Pokemon for the plot. Well, that's all that game had to offer, and they didn't even finish. So. See? Two shots, ladies and gentlemen. Take them now. What? What? I had high hopes for that game. I'm sorry it was crap. <laughs> How about this? How about this? The story of that game is your your dad's missing and we have to find him. You know how that game ends? Without finding the dad. Wow. Thanks for the spoilers. Spoiler. Well, who gives a shit? You're not going to fucking play it. <laughs> how do you know that? You don't know shit. Because you had more than enough time to play not it. Not everybody on this podcast is uh, overly negative, Anthony. This game sucks. Don't play it. Watch the movie. I'm sure they have an ending for it. Uh, Anthem VIP did the demo servers. Uh, yeah, we talked about that. It's bad. It's bad. Okay. It's bad. Okay. That's number one up to the front. Okay. Uh, like I said, crossplay confirmed for Wargroove, except on PS4. So there is for that. now. For now. Assassin's Creed Odyssey's DLC is being altered after the controversy that came out over um, the latest pack. I'm not there going was to controversy s- over it. Um, yeah, 
Let's let's not talk about it because it is spoilery. Oh, okay. So, yeah, don't tell me then because I'm still in it. Yeah, there's there was uh they forced you into an ending, and uh, a lot of players were very upset because it goes against what that game will let you do throughout it. Okay. So they're going back to change it. It was sort of along the lines of Mass Effect Three. People, well, people. I think people had legitimate concern with the way they shoehorn this in because let's be yeah, fair. No, if I, the I game mean, gives I, I, you the opportunity to do one thing and then doesn't give, doesn't respect the decisions you made throughout the game in in an ending, I, I think that's a problem. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm dancing around it as much as I yeah. possibly can. Dance around it, dance, dance around it as much as you can, if you would. Motherfucker, I got my tap here. shoes on. You don't even know. Another game is going cross-play on all consoles, except for PS4, and that's Paladins. Hmm. So you'll be able to play that with all your friends, unless they have a PS4, and then they're just better than you. Assuming your friends actually play Paladins. Yeah, nobody plays Paladins. That's like the budget Overwatch. I can't pay for Overwatch, so let me download Paladins. Oh, you know what? I'll pay for you to play Overwatch if you don't play Paladins. I... (laughs) That game I is have lit- Overwatch on my PC. I haven't touched it. Fucking Paladins is like, man, I saw a video the other day that compares the heroes between the two. Holy shit. And it's funny because you'll get the people that play Paladins coming out like, uh, actually, Paladins was in development before uh, Overwatch. It was. And that's fine. Guess which one's better? <laughs> <laughs> Listen to you. I know, I'm Dude. just having fun. I tried yeah, to play that yeah, game. Anthony's off on it. It's a fuck you. <laughs> I'm just about to call him out, and you throw me under the bus, you asshole. <laughs> That's what you get for being negative all the time. Hey, well, you know what? I learned from the best, Ken. I tried you, uh, to play... You, you, shit, you shit on fucking Shenmue all the time. I shit on legitimately I bad games. I learned this from you. Yeah, well, go fuck yourself. So I learned it by watching Dad. Um, <laughs> let's see, anything else? Cats on? in the cradle of the silver spoon. Hey, if you want a PlayStation Classic, that motherfucker's already almost 50% off. It's like thirty bucks at Walmart. I've heard. Uh no, fifty four dollars. That's still cheap. Yep. Hack that. Put your own. Uh, they released. On it. They released the one version of Bleem Sync this week, which is the software that lets you basically just put anything you want on that some bitch. Like they called it Bleem. Well, that's it's perfect. Uh, somebody got a Geiger counter going on. That's what that sounds like. <laughs> check it does sound like that. You check it for some fucking radiation in your room or something? <laughs> oh my god, it's the predators over here. Uh hey. Anybody still got a Wii? Yeah. I really need to pull up the music for the Wii shop channel because it's still the best music ever for like a shopping yeah. channel. Uh, if you have a Wii, now is the time to go download your games off the Wii Shop channel, because guess what? It's gone. Um, I mean, you can still download them. You nope. can't... Yeah. The, the shop, no. The shop is closing on the 30th. You will no longer be able to download or purchase. Really? You can't purchase. No, you, you can't, can't download. You, you can't able, download. You should be able to download. Nope, you cannot. That whole thing is just going away. If you remember how the Wii Shop channel works, it's not like the Wii gives you a library... Mm-hmm. I know that. But you'd have to go into... The, you can't access the Wii Shop channel after the January 30th. Oh, they're not letting you access No, the it's gone. Uh, it's just gone. So, that's, Man, that yeah. is messed up. If you want those games, you need to go download them to a hard drive and just let them sit there. Because it's gone. Motherfucker, it's gone. 
There you go. Okay. It's it's the end of an era. Also, if you pre if you purchased Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, uh, you have until the thirty first to go claim your Piranha Plant. So you best get on that. How do you go claim it? Uh, when you have the game, I think you have to register it uh, through the Switch. You know how you can hit start on it and say register or whatever. Uh, uh I guess. Uh, yeah, I think you hit the plus button on the game icon and say register with my Nintendo. Oh, okay. Uh, once you do that, you should get an email with a code that will allow you to um, put into your Switch that will give you access to it when he launches in early February. Okay, I better do that. Yeah, you should probably do because you've only got like three days. Okay. And that's the only way to get him or are they going to sell him? No, he will not be for sale. I thought he was part of the... Nope. Uh, He's not part of the season pass. pass. Nope. That's... Alright. That's really weird. It is very weird. Uh, you know you can only buy the NES Joy-Cons if you're a Nintendo Online member as well. Well, I mean, I know why that was done. I'm scalping, but that's weird as well. Steam World Quest was announced this week for the Nintendo Switch. It's the latest game from Image and Form. It is a RPG card hybrid. Mm-hmm. As soon as you put the word card in there, I was out. I'm I'm still in because it looks like an RPG still. Yeah, but it's got cards. Yeah, but I like Mega Man Battle Network, so... I want to get you into a card game one day. Nope, never going to happen. The only card games I like to play are actual physical card games like poker. Pinochle. Hearts. Spades. We played Uno the other night with the kid. That was fun teaching him how to play Uno. Did you destroy him once he learned how? No, I mean... That's right, pick up four... Four blue. No, the only thing I've ever destroyed. Reverse sucker. The only thing. <laughs> the only thing I've ever destroyed him at was uh, football on Madden. Oh, because he, get, he came in. No, no, he came in talking smack. He's like, I'm better than you at Madden. I'm like, are you now? He's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna destroy you. The final score was 122 to 15. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> throw your controller down. What up? <laughs> I let him beat me in injustice, Drew. So. You wouldn't even let me do that. I don't, but I'm not that good, so you beat me anyway. Uh, A free mode is coming to Resident Evil 2 post-launch called Ghost Survivors. Which again is a very video game-ass name, because if it's a ghost, how is it surviving? Yeah. It's already dead. Maybe it's the Dead Stars members. (laughs) Oh, come on, Drew. Uh, they've already announced three characters, though, I think. One of them is the, the gun shop owner, Robert Kendo. Okay. Uh, I don't remember who the other two are, but you get to play as those people, I guess. That that moment, by the way, with the gun shop owner is the moment I had the uh, hair issue glitch. Really? It's very interesting yep. how that plays out, because in the original, you went to the gun shop first. At the beginning, yeah. making your way through the city to get to the police station. Oh, really? Yeah, the yes. gun shop is literally the first place you go through when you get out Interesting. of your car. Interesting. And that's yeah. where you can get the shotgun for the first time. Yep. If you're fast enough. That's another thing. You can only get uh, one of each weapon. In this. Like, there was no duplicate weapons. So if that was a thing in the original, that is not. No, it wasn't a thing in the original. Also, yeah. Drew, did you get the the pre-order bonus? The, the was samurai it, the edge. samurai gun. I did. Like, it's only got three bullets in it. 
I don't know what the point of that is. I, I don't even use it. I used it, and then like I was thinking I'd find bullets or something. I've never found bullets for it. I don't can know what craft it uses. Bullets? You can craft bullets, sure, but I haven't crafted any bullets for this thing. Oh, that's what I was asking. What's What's funny about it is they give you three versions of it, and all of them only have three bullets in them across, like, together. So you can't use, like, three bullets in one, three bullets in another, because they're references to characters. That's why there's three of them. Yeah. Um, but there's only three bullets total between the three guns. Maybe they're like uh, instant kills? They're, I mean, they are one-shot headshots to zombies, I'll tell you that. But Maybe if we try, try it against Mr. Or something. X. Well, I'm out of bullets now. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you're out of bullets. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was another thing I didn't mention while we were Drop Mr. X in the same way. Like, you know, he doesn't drop items. Yeah, no, he doesn't drop anything. That is... Did you get the achievement for knocking his hat off? Hell yeah, I yes. did. I would have got it yeah. three times, because I've done it in three different playthroughs. Ken told me, he's like, knock his hat off for a trophy. Okay. Shoot his hat off, dude. I didn't even mean to. He grabbed me and put me into a chokehold, oh, and I threw God. down a grenade, and his hat puffed off whenever the grenade went oh, off. <laughs> is there anything? Is there anything more... Like humbling than when he punches you and you're just like I am just a fucking ragdoll piece of meat. Yeah, you just fall over. Or when he corners you, he just knocks I'm gonna. The I am going to die. Yeah, like he just knocks the fuck out of you. I'm, I'm hoping to share. A, I saw a gift just on Twitter now, and I'm gonna retweet it because it's fantastic. Oh man! All right, uh, we don't have any email, so I'm gonna head over to the Twitter. To the Twitter. Is it the uh, library scene? No. Uh, <sighs> Radio PM says so. Anthem has had a rocky VIP demo this past weekend. Yes, it has. I, I'm hoping they give everybody an extra day on the VIP demo because that thing has been rough. I feel um, bad for the people that were excited for it. I have no interest in Anthem, but that sucks. That it sucks that that's this, promised and then they failed to deliver. It sucks that this has happened, but again. It's. I'm so frustrated. We have to say this every single time. Do not, not go out there. Do not go out there and harass the devs. Oh, yeah. No, that's. They know it's broken. They are trying to fix it. It sucks. It does. But don't go out there and just be nasty. It's just don't do that. There's a Twitter account for that type of well, some of that behavior, and it's the EA account. Ultimately, they're the ones that have their name attached, the devs are working their ass off for you, and EA is the one that doesn't care. Just saying. Uh, Dustin says, finish up a hardcore playthrough with Claire, and all I can say is, wow, what a fantastic game. I love how they fleshed out the characters more, added new areas, and mixed it up so it's similar but different. What a great game to kick off 2019. I don't know if I'll finish Scenario B before Kingdom Hearts, but man, two awesome games so early in the year, and Metro Exodus coming mid-February. What a great time to be a gamer. Uh, it's shitty how they scrapped all of the Metroid Prime 4 development and start over, but I'm excited to see what it turns out to be in 2022. <laughs> yeah. That oh, sounds about right. Poor Metroid. I feel bad for the devs that their work is now going to be unseen, but... I don't even know who was working on that. Uh, it was originally Bandai Namco um, Singapore or something like that, and then it got moved. It was weird. It was a weird choice, but yeah, Namco Bandai had some hand in making it. And apparently that's going to be thrown out the window. 
Okay. Uh, what do you think Sony's big fall game will be? Death Stranding, Ghost of Tsushima, or Last of Us? None of the above. I think The Last of Us will come out this year. I do not. I bet it's May 2020. You think any of those, you don't think any of those are coming out this year? The only one that I think has a chance is Ghost of Tsushima, depending on how far along Sucker Punch is, but even that one I don't bet. Death uh, Stranding, Drew, come on, really? I, I wouldn't I, think Death Stranding would be. No, I honestly think it might be Death Stranding, and there's just not a lot to that game, because that might be the case. Uh, Kojima's Kojima not, not going to finish a game in under five years. You're high. It's not going to happen. Last of Us 2 is, I say, is, I say May 2020. That's just me. So, I mean, if Ghost of Tsushima is further along than I think it is, which would be a shock because we've only seen it once, and granted it looked really good, but let's look at the history of Sony games and showing up. They usually show up at three events, right? (laughs) Well, let's think about it. I mean, Sucker Punch, the last game they did was Infamous Second Son. Well, they did Last Light. Oh, last, last light a year later. Yeah, so that has been since 2015. Using a lot of the same assets. Are you a game developer? So, yeah, I'm just saying. Take it's a, a shot. Lot of the same assets. Take your own shot. <laughs> Stop being negative. Sucker Punch is great. I'm, I'm just. Uh, it, 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 it is. It is. But what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is, it was the development time on that would have been like they. Yeah, it was a year. A team working it. Yeah, that's yeah, still, it a, a lot of the assets were already made. But they also. D- so let's let's just look at Sony's track record. How early does Sony show games? Oh, way too early. Exactly. Too and early. Ghost of Tsushima was shown when? Last year. Exactly. That's my point. Ghost of Tsushima so, is I not hope all Sony three have come, I hope all three come out so I can <laughs> I play think, this episode. I think that a lot of these games are being co-developed on PlayStation 5. And I think some of them will launch on PlayStation 5. Whether they well, are, don't you, think, don't you think we need to start hearing about the PlayStation Five? We will. It's coming fall 2020, so we'll hear about it probably end of this year, early next year, and it will. Listen launch. to you making all these predictions. I mean, it's Some true. Like, we've been in this industry for subscribe. how long? We've followed this industry for how long? This stuff doesn't really change. I mean, they hinted it. I mean, they they showed off parts of PS4 stuff two years before the PS4 came out. No, they showed it uh, in early. What was it? 2014. And it launched in 2015. They had that event in February where Mark Cerny came out and said, The PlayStation 4 is the most amazing system <laughs> you will ever play. Does anybody remember Sorry. the fact I made Kid Chameleon? No? Okay. Uh, here's the PlayStation 4. He made Marble Madness. Fuck off. And Mark great. Cerny also did Kid Chameleon. And Mac. And Mac. He did another platformer before that, though. What was um, it? He worked on... Major Havoc. Crash Bandicoot, the first one, right? No, he worked at Naughty Dog? He Crash, helped yeah, he, worked, he, was the, he was the executive producer of Crash Bandicoot, yeah. and he was a designer on Crash, too. He did Major Havoc, Marble Madness... Um, All I can say is Mark Cerny is a much smarter man than me, but mm. his voice will very much put you to sleep. But I'm, I'm pretty sure PlayStation 4 was shown early 2014, launched in 2015. So I think PlayStation 5 will be shown in 2019, launch in 2020. And a lot of these games, whether... Sony is not known for doing back compat, and I don't know that PS4 will be backwards compatible with PlayStation 5, mm-hmm. 
But even if it is not, I guarantee you there will be PS5 versions of Death Stranding, Ghost of Tsushima, and Last of Us 2 on the PS5. I, I will make a prediction. I think PS5 will be backwards compatible with PS4 games. I mean, you feel like they almost have to, but... Because look at Xbox. I, I understand that, but Sony is not... I mean, Sony's Sony not, has their head up their ass. They're not even following suit on a lot of these cross-platform games. I mean, they yeah, did Fortnite, and they did Rocket League, and that's it. And it's like, they don't feel pressured because they're not losing. The only time Sony feels pressured to do anything is when they are losing. Otherwise, they don't give a fuck. I mean, Nintendo's not losing, and they're doing it. You know? Microsoft was the same way. I'm not saying Microsoft's any better. Back when 360 was killing PS3, they didn't want any of this shit either. Nintendo's doing it, even though Nintendo's killing. Nintendo was the best-selling console of 2018. The Switch outsold the PS4 and Xbox One. So... Nintendo truthfully doesn't have any reason to do the cross-play stuff, right? Well, Nintendo just doesn't care. They're like a separate company from the rest of these. They are, in a sense, but I'm just saying they don't have to do this stuff. Their games are... What was it? The Monster Boy developers came out and said Switch version of that game is sold on Switch 8 to 1 mm-hmm. over the other consoles. Anywhere else? Really? Yeah, 8 to 1. Like, Switch versions of games, as much as I give it shit on here that we don't need everything on Switch... The Switch versions are the ones that are selling. So, you know, Nintendo does not need Sony or Microsoft in anything, but they have no problem working with them on the cross. Microsoft. Stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, they can't work with Sony because Sony's not doing it. So, yeah. but I mean, Microsoft and Nintendo teamed up for Minecraft. Remember that? That's what. I was, yeah, that's what. I was, <laughs> that's what I was making. Like, like the, and. They kind of had to stop making Minecraft with like PS4. Like it's there, it just doesn't get the same treatment. Well, it's because Sony doesn't want anything to do with them. Yeah. And Minecraft is like what the second or third biggest video game in the world right now. Well, I mean Fortnite. Yeah, I mean Fortnite was another thing that Sony didn't want to play with. Okay, well Fortnite's compatible and everything else except for PS4. Yeah. That's just weird. I don't know, but I, I don't think any of those games that he mentions launch in 2019. Uh, I think of all of them, uh, Ghost of Tsushima comes out this year. I'd be shocked. I truly would, because that game's only going to be shown once, and then it's going to launch. Yeah, but I don't know how many times Infamous was shown, like, before it launched with PS4. Yeah, but the, the, the developers don't get a say in that. That's Sony. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is that they might just not show... Like, it might be a short time for them. I don't know. See, now you're being negative. That's not fair. Don't no, put me I'm on not the being side. negative. I'm just trying to figure it out because I've watched Sony do the same routine mm-hmm. for the past, what, nine, ten years? It, we also have to remember that, like, we could get those games on PS4 and then have an announcement about a PS5 being launched. And the, oh, those games will launch on PS4. But, right, but Last of Us was, uh, wasn't was announced uh, when the PS4 was announced, right? So, like, you could still have that game come out on a PS4 and then be upgraded for PS5. Well, yeah, they'll make the HD version because apparently it's not HD enough. <laughs> Well, it would just be the it would be the uh, sixty frames. A se- uh, I got a, I got a, I, I got a prediction for what they're going to call remasters next generation. They're going to call them four K versions. 
because everything will be in 4K. So it'll be yeah, Resident no, Evil. Would... It'll be Resident Evil 4K. Because you know they're going to really release Resident Evil 4 on the next. You mean console. Resident Evil 4? Resident Evil 4K. That's what they're going to call it. Ugh. That's brilliant. I already Ugh. wrote your marketing. Ugh. Anyway. Uh, da, 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 da. I played through Silent Hill 2 for the first time, and the hospital section is easily the best part. Creepy-ass nurses that can dish out the damage, and great atmosphere. I haven't played Silent Hill 2 in a very long time. Is there a specific version I should play? Because I just know that there's a bunch that are like... <sighs> I mean, if you really want to play it, Go back and play the PS2 version. I think. Is there a difference between the Xbox, the original Xbox version, and the? I mean, the PS3 Xbox version? version is the same game. I think it just. Okay. I, mean, I know that the I know the HD collection is not the version. Of... Well, it got patched on PS3. I don't know if it's any good, but it did get patched. I know three does is like the. Old... Well, you're not asking about three. You're asking about two. Well, three is the got changed, and they never fixed the voice acting and or whatever. I don't know. I the HD version. So I just didn't know about two. Uh, played through Princess Tomato in the Salad Kingdom, and that game is legit. Ha ha, nice way to spend a Sunday afternoon. I've never heard of that game. I believe, give me a second here. Princess Tomato. Of course you know what it is. Yeah, it's an old, uh, it's an old com- computer game from Japan that came out for the Famicom. I only know about it because a bunch of people have talked about it. And um, I don't, I don't know what the game's about, but it looks like uh, a game called Quirk. Like the characters are all vegetables and fruits. It's weird. It's got a cult following. I, other than that, I have no idea. I don't even it know what you like just a, said. Truthfully. It looks like a point-and-click adventure. What? What part did you did I lose you? Quirk. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. Did you not watch weird. the Acclaim cartoon? The what? Oh my god. What are you talking about right now? Okay, I'm not speaking Chinese here. Do you not know the acclaim? What is acclaim? Where they took acclaim? I know about acclaim, the video game company. They put yes, they had their own uh, TV show. I'm pretty sure TV show. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, am I, I mean... alone in this? Is anybody else? Is everybody else just know this that I don't know? No. I have no the idea. Power Team was what it was called. It was an animated series. The um, Power Team was a Christian weightlifting group. No, the Power Team. <laughs> yes, uh, it was. Series. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm not reading. Just stop <laughs> talking because you keep arguing with me, and then I'm telling you, the Power Team was an animated series that aired along with the video game reviewing show Video Power. Um, I know a video. Reran as Acclaim Masters. Um, let me see the characters again. Um. Max Force from Narc, Kuros from Wizards and Warriors, uh, Quirk from Quirk, uh, Tyrone from Ar- uh, Arch Rivals, and Bigfoot from the Bigfoot video game. Did they really have Tyrone from Arch Like, no, this isn't y- yes. real. Yes, I swear to God, it's real. Anyways, Quirk was a tomato-ish character that went through puzzles. Uh, Amazing Tater was the same <laughs> And that's what yeah, this back, game... back that ass up for a minute. His name is Amazing Tater. Amazing Tater was a video game. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm remembering the character. And, and, and they're a puzzle, and they're, it's a puzzle game that you sort of like hit these switches and move blocks to get your character to the end of the level. 
I know what um, I know what quirk is. I knew the okay. name quirk, but you said quirk like I didn't understand the meaning of the word quirk. Oh, well that's not what I was <laughs> Anyways, um so Amazing Tater uh, is my new porno name. You need to you need to Amazing Tater is a very expensive Game Boy game. I'm not going to I would not pay for a Game Boy game. I'm sorry. No, no, me neither, but it's expensive because it's called Puzzle Boy in Japan. It's an Atlas title. So this is what they were doing before Shin Megami Tensei. <laughs> Amazing Tater. Amazing Tater. Maybe he's a summon in one of the Shin Megami. I mean, he has Anyways, to be, right? Um Princess Tomato is the same sort of like weird anthropomorphic vegetable shit. That's all I know about it. Man, I played an anthropomorphic vegetable game. This was it called Amazing... Or The Walking Vegetables? What? It's on Switch and Xbox and PlayStation, I think. It's like you're. It's like a Hotline Miami. You're a dude with a gun and you shoot vegetables that are attacking you. So it's Attack uh, of the Killer Tomatoes? Hell yeah, dude. They got that on the NES. That game was bad. Attack of the Killer Tomato. The only thing I can think of is that John Cryer movie. Where he was obsessed with that movie. Attack of the Killer Tomato. And he's like walking around singing it when he's on a date. It's like, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. What is that fucking movie? I can't remember. A John Cryer movie? Yeah, it's from like the 80s, man. It's old. Pretty in Pink? No, it wasn't Pretty in Pink. It was something else. It was the one where he was trying to think of another John Cryer movie. It's the one where he's in like a school... At the beginning, and then his parents bring him home. He's rich. His parents are rich, and they bring him home. And they want him to be something else, but he's obsessed with horror movies. What the fuck is that movie? I think no, no, I'm idea. looking it up. I'm typing, I'm typing in John Cryer Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Oh, my God. I watched that movie a lot when I was a kid. I can't think of what it is. Morgan Stewart's Coming Home. There you go. That's the one I'm looking for. Morgan Stewart's Coming Home. The wow, fact that never okay. heard that. Alright, out of all the obscure shit that's been mentioned, I'd like to know your weirdness. Oh and oh my god, you have to look up the poster. Yeah, nineteen eighty seven is when oh this movie god. came out. The poster is clearly two different people riding this like <laughs> old scooter and they've cut out John Cryer and whatever whatever her is female lead is in the movie, and they cut out their faces and stuck them over somebody else. Oh my god, it's so bad. I have no idea. There's a great this. there's a great scene in that movie where the family, his mom and dad are rich, right? And they yeah. bring him home from like boarding school, and there's a picture where they take where they're like promoting themselves, and he, the husband and the wife are sitting there, there's a cardboard cutout that says insert kid here cuz he's not there. <laughs> oh shit, it's got a ton of people that you knew from the 80s. They were in that I movie. remember a cartoon show I get called out. You remember a weird-ass movie no one else has watched. Hey, at least you know who John Cryer is. Okay. It had Paul Gleason in it. Yep. I don't know who that is. Uh, the principal in The Breakfast Club. Or not uh, the principal. Okay. The um, He's a teacher, I guess. The guy, the guy that gives them shit. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a hell of a lot of '80s actors in this. Like people you only saw in '80s movies, and then you never saw them again. So, hmm. there you go. That's that's when I hear Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. That's the first thing I think of because it's the first time I was exposed to it was watching that movie. So you saw that before Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? Yeah, I had no idea what Attack of the Killer Tomatoes was until I saw that movie. <laughs> 
Like I had never heard of it. You got to remember, Drew. This is 1987. Okay, I'm eight years old. So I don't have a whole lot of pop culture reference. I have what's on the HBO or the USA or whatever my parents had cable wise. So it was back in those days when you know you didn't get to pick to watch what you wanted to watch. It was just what the fuck is on. <laughs> so I remember those days. Yeah, kids nowadays. Like I try to tell my son that all the time. I'm like, you do realize. And this is totally like you're, you're becoming your dad when you're like, back in my day, you didn't get to pick what you wanted to watch. You had to wait till that shit came on. And then if you were real good, you could videotape it in time. Yeah, if you were rich enough to have a VCR. That's true. This is, this is I lived that childhood in the 90s. Well, it's because you're generation. in Canada, and everything takes ten years to. Get- <laughs> you, know, that, that, you know what? The saddest part of that is I can't even fight that because it's true. Like um, that's awful. I mean, all you got to do is listen to Our Lady Peace. Ugh, don't, Our Lady don't, Peace was like 1994 so grunge in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we missed the Kurt Cobain, bud. And I like Our Lady Peace. That's coming oh, from someone who likes but, Our Lady but, Peace. But he sounds like Billy Corgan. I know, I can't, I told, I told my wife that the other day, I'm like, I don't know why I hate Smashing Pumpkins, but like Our Lady Peace, but... It's just because you don't like Billy listen, Corgan. Listen, listen, face the, best, the, be- the best way to, to prove that is, um, listen to Superman's Dead, and tell yep. me that doesn't sound like a uh, no, Smashing I mean, Pumpkins song. Even Clumsy has the, yeah. the throw away the stereo, the <laughs> behind the times in Canada. <laughs> remember, remember when that was the girl. You also remember the the from the nineties as well. I think every band uh, did that. Yeah, it's all about it's every every um, what do you call it? Every musical uh, generation has its sound. <laughs> yeah, I still the vowel yeah. sound is still one of my like Pearl Jam started it. Yeah, the Creed and Hootie and the Blowfish and like all that shit was just all a bunch of thrown together vowels. Yep. It's all it was. Now Hootie does country music. He does. He was I saw him play during the Super Bowl last year. It was uh, his new band. They played like super early in the day before the Super Bowl. He actually also does um he's touring again with Hootie, I think. Didn't he do oh, Wendy's Rucker is. Didn't he do Wendy's commercials too? He did. I'm sure he probably did. Yeah, I remember turkey, that. He does the turkey bacon chicken ranch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I remember this. Oh, wow. I was playing Hootie and the Blowfish when I was in a band when I was in high school. You were in a band? Not the band. A band. Drew Long Hair, rock and roll music, that kind of band. We used to to play Hootie and the Blowfish as a joke. Sure, as a joke. Motherfucker, you knew what we played back then. It was terrible. As a joke. It's a joke, everybody. I promise. (laughs) I think I still have the album that we recorded. Oh, so bad. Oh, my God. You need to send that. I want you to send that to me. Oh, I'd have to dig it. It's on a CD somewhere. That'll be be one of our episodes. Oh, my God. Do you have vocals? I was the lead singer, Drew. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. You need to send me that now. Oh, uh, I wish I uh, wish I knew exactly where it was because I would totally rip it onto something. Oh my oh, god! Yes, please. Do it. How old was I? I was sixteen, seventeen years old. Yeah. What'd you cover? Uh, we covered a Foo song, okay. and we covered a couple Nirvana songs, but everything else was original. Oh, really? Yeah, I wrote a lot of songs when I was young. 
Look at you. I probably still remember most of them. They were fairly simple. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't exactly, you know, an accomplished musician when I was 17 years old. Uh, We just got a tweet that says, Boxing Video Games. Boxing video boxing games. Boxing video games are some of my favorite video games, and they don't make them anymore, and it makes yeah. me mad. Are, we, are you talking like the Fight Night? Fight Night, Legends of the Ring. I mean, I like to punch out. Too, the Let's yeah, punch get ready to games. rumble. Oh, ready to rumble, even. Yeah. Uh, Fight Night Round 3 is back compat on Xbox. I is think, it? Is I it think 3 it is. or 4? Because they had 4. One of them is, or maybe it's Champion. Maybe Champion's the one I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah, Champion's not that good, honestly. Yeah, but it's the only one you can play now. Right, it's true. <laughs> so, Fight Night Round 4, one of my favorite moments. So I was trophy hunting back then, and there was a trophy for beating all the, the best, like Mike Tyson. You're the best. You know. All right. Uh, but you had to fight all these, you know, the greats, and you had to do it on the uh, hardest difficulty. So... You could kind of cheese it by setting the round to one minute, only one round, and I would go up there and I'd jab the guy one time and then run away from him the entire fight. <laughs> Did the, I don't I don't know this. This is probably just me being you know, out of the loop. Did they add Mike Tyson to any of the Fight Night games? Yeah, yeah, he was in. Um, he was in four. I know he was in one of them. I can't remember which one. Okay, I, I just I stopped playing them after that first one that launched on 360 because it's just not my jam. So I was just curious because I saw him, I saw him recently on Joe Rogan's podcast, and I was listening to some of the stories that he had from when he was like you know the biggest thing since sliced bread. That is just crazy what that life will do to you, dude. Yeah, I I went back to you when you mentioned Jake the Snake. I went and listened to that. Oh God. Holy moly. There's some fucked up stories on that dude. <laughs> yeah. Also, his freaking impression of Macho Man Randy Savage yeah. is amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty he good. does a great Macho Man. Whew. Jake Roberts, man. I I also uh, suggest looking up the Rocky video game. Don't play it. It's terrible. But the glitches are... In yeah, it are the glitches were really good. The PlayStation 1 one? Two. Two. I think oh it's yeah, two. the PlayStation Two one. Oh, it was on PlayStation. The guys like his. his whole Actually, wasn't it PlayStation Three? And they're, they're like they get stuck in the ring, and their their faces get all stretched two. out, and their eyes stick out. I'm Hold looking on. it up. Rocky yeah, no, it's, it's PlayStation Two. Yeah, okay. Angry Video Game Nerd did it. Oh, oh did it? okay, maybe that's where I remember. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's a it's great to watch, but don't play it. It's terrible. There's a new one on PlayStation VR that it came with my set that I've played. That's the Creed one, Yeah, right? it's Creed, but you can play as Rocky. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. so I need to boot that up, because I have yet to play that, and it came with my goddamn headset. I just haven't played it. So. Mm. Oh, Rocky. It's it's one of those movies sets that I watch from time to time, like I did Indiana Jones recently, and my son caught the end of Crystal Skull, and then he got obsessed with Indiana Jones, so he's been going back and watching them, but... We will not let him watch Temple of Doom. Really? Dude, that that movie is fucked up. Yeah, that movie is fucked up. Yeah. Like, uh, I went back and like watched it so? recently, and I was like, this is I mean, rated... I they rip a dude's heart out. I mean, the, this movie's rated PG. And that, is this racism? Before... Or... It's not... 
no, that's dude. It's violent as fuck. I don't yeah, remember the violence in it. To be dude, honest, dude, rips with you, but his I, fucking I, heart out. Yeah, he yeah I remember that. Out. But that's other than that. There's a lot of blood eat, in that movie. Mm, and, yeah, they eat they eat uh, monkey brains. Yeah, and the snake stuff. It's it's a gross ass movie. And like I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like the whole scene where they sacrifice the dude, like just the the imagery of that. Yeah, like uh, my son is eight. Dude. Yeah, that's fair. I watched them about the same time, but I, I, get I mean, it. I was about to say, yeah, I watched that at eight. You did, but when you're a parent, you're still a little like, well. Yeah, I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying. I I, I remember watching like, that around. I that sit time, here and right? I think about it. I'm like, okay, um, Ark of the Covenant. Okay, that's fine. Aliens. Okay, that's fine. You know, the the Holy oh, Grail aliens. of Jesus Christ. That's fine. Um, this other one, maybe maybe not. Maybe not. I guess Alien 1 is pretty in the dark. No, no, no. He meant stuff. Aliens as in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Oh, Can we just forget like... that movie exists? I that like bad. that movie. The only parts that really suck are the ones with Shia LaBeouf. Other than that, it's fun. I watched that movie, again, just recently, like two or three days ago, and I'm like, yeah, that's fine. It's, it's dumb. And let's be fair, he opened the Ark oh, of the Covenant. Those All those yeah. movies are pretty dumb. The aliens isn't like I don't know. I, I felt like that fit right in with the spiritualism of the other movies. Do you know what the original script for that was? Is it the castle, the haunted castle? Yeah, yeah. Um, George Lucas isn't a good writer, and I know people want to give him credit for Star Wars, but his wife fixed that script. His wife at the time fixed that script. Otherwise, Han Solo would have been a lizard person. I'd have been okay with that. Greedo was cool. Uh, yeah, it's not good. The original, the original Star Wars story is not good. Be glad that someone fixed that. That's uh, the reason why the prequels suck. I'm fine with those movies, and they're boring. You're boring. Hey, are you going to tell me that you like walk like when they're in fight sequences? You're like, okay, but then it goes into this long slogs. Episode racing school. Episode, Episode two is two absolutely the worst. is atrocious, but uh, right. it's a bad movie. three is fine. Three is three fine is great. Least, three like, is one of my favorite right. Star Wars movies. I love that movie. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was just my only complaint about the first movie, besides Jar Jar, because I don't care for Jar Jar, is the the pod racing sequence is too long. That's fair. The rest the of the game, movie is fine. The game, however, is fantastic. Oh, Probably the game is game. incredible, as long as you're not playing the actual Phantom Menace video game, which is... <laughs> That's a bad game. Everybody should watch a speedrun of that, because I know they Remember did. the yeah. Xbox-exclusive Obi-Wan game? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, that's a bad video <laughs> game! Remember Star Wars Bounty Hunter? Oh, that game is not good either. I played that recently, because it went on, what was it, the PS2 the PS4. Classics? On PS4? And it was on sale for a flash sale for like what was it two dollars? I was like, I got ripped off. I was like, I'm curious. I remember this game not being good, and then I played it. I was like, "Ah, (laughs) I was right. This game is not good. Hey, everybody holds Shadows of the Empire to high regard. It's not a good game. The first level's incredible, Drew. After that, the game falls apart. Oh, bad, bad. Yeah, it's not good. It's not a good game. You should go back and try to play it. No. Um, if you want to play a third person shooter on an N sixty four controller. I don't want I don't want to go play anything on the N sixty four. Oh, you should totally go play a game on the Super Mario sixty four uh, is the one of the greatest games ever made. Play uh, something weird like Chameleon. Don't at me. Um, uh we were talking about um 
Rocky and that your son watching that, I have to say that like even though it's the corniest of the originals, man, number four is a lot of fun. Rocky Four is one of the best movies ever made. Don't you come at me? Rocky Four is also corny. very, very corny. It's extremely it's corny. corny. It's corny. All the Rocky movies are corny. If we're being the real, one, the like, first one yeah. isn't. First one. It, first one's it, kind of a the drama. First one has some corny parts. It does, but it yeah. also feels like not intentional. You know, what was like, his turtle's names? But oh my uh, god, what's that? What was his turtle's names? Uh, god. god damn it. I know it's something stupid. I've got to yeah. Google it. Rocky's yeah. turtles. Oh, it comes right oh. up in Google. God damn it! Where's it at? Um, Cuff and Link. Cuff and Link. <laughs> and Link. Wow. <laughs> I I love those that... are those are movies that have that are corny, but the corniness is charming. Mm-hmm. And the theme song of four. Dude, Living in America. Oh. the whole soundtrack of four done oh. by Vince DiCola is so good. Yep. So good. The entire soundtrack is excellent. Every time I hear that that um that synthesizer beat at the beginning of his workout montage towards the like three quarters of the way through the movie, man, it pumps me up. It just does. You know what Rocky reminds me of? Rocky reminds me a lot of the Fast and the Furious movies. The first movie was essentially supposed to be a serious movie, and, and then the rest of them just they just went nuts. I mean, he they fights crazy. he fights Mr. T in the third one. I mean, come on, yeah, he does. The first two movies were supposed to—I think they were supposed to be like his uh, rise and fall with Apollo Creed, you know? Yeah. And then they got stupid with Mr. T, and then oh man, the big Russian—you know—it's just... five is. Oh God! Don't talk about really five. bad. And five is bad. I love all those movies, but five is—I can legitimately say—is bad. Yeah. Rocky Balboa, I actually enjoyed. Rocky Balboa is a good movie. Yeah, it is, and Creed is good too. Both. I haven't seen the second Creed yet, but I've heard it's really good. Yeah, the first I haven't Creed seen. It's excellent. I haven't seen the second one, but the first one is really good. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I don't know. Sylvester Stallone's one of those dudes. Like, if he puts a movie out, I'm probably gonna watch it. I don't know. How old is yeah. he at this point? He's like in his seventies. Yeah. Chuck Norris is in his 80s. Really? Yeah. Yes. Chuck Holy. Norris is old, man. Holy shit, he does not look as old as Arnold or Sylvester Stallone. No. No. Chuck Norris is actually in it's really It's because of that, because uh, he's using that, uh, what's that uh, fitness equipment he advertises? The Bowflex. No, it's not the Bowflex. Is it? I thought it was. It's, no, it's, oh, shh. Hold on. Uh, they show the stupid infomercials every single morning. Uh, hold on, Chuck. Total Gym. Total Gym. That's it. The Total Gym. Chuck Norris Total Gym Machine. Well, Arnold and Sylvester still work out. They just look older. Yeah, but I also think that like Chuck Norris, I don't think ever did this like roids or anything. Well, Chuck Norris never got to be massive. massive. Well, he wasn't and a that, bodybuilder. Yeah, yeah, and so when you get massive, that eventually goes away. Yeah, it flat, it like flabs out after a while. Yeah. Man, Sylvester Stallone during the filming of the Expendables movies was fucking ripped. Yeah, <laughs> that dude yeah. was huge. Yeah, Chuck Norris was born Mar- uh, March tenth, nineteen forty. Jesus Christ! Yeah, he's almost eighty. Bob Bruce Lee. He's not quite 80 yeah. yet. He's 79. Yeah, he uh, he fought Bruce Lee. Yep, In fact, he did. I, th- I want to say Bruce Lee. I think he went on record saying Chuck Norris is one of the best martial artists he's ever met. 
I loved his cameo in The Expendables, where he just comes out and kills everybody. <laughs> it's so stupid. Those movies were fun. I wish um, they didn't, you know, drop them. I wish they hadn't fucked up the third one three. and made yeah. it like PG thirteen. Like, uh, yeah. Eh. Anyway, we got one last tweet. It says, "Do you guys play your games with multiple backup saves? I always have multiple saves for survival horror games and any game made by Bethesda." Yeah, listen, I have put probably most of my gaming hours into games made by Bethesda. I am accustomed at this point to having multiple backup saves, so I constantly have like, seven backup saves in every yeah. game I play. Yeah, you have to with those because you never know what mission you're going to do that breaks the entire game and then I'm just play super, it anymore. I'm just super paranoid always that I'm going to lose my progress. Typically, I do two. I'll do a save, then I'll do a second save, and then the next save I will erase the first one and then go back and forth. My, yeah. res- my Resident Evil saves are ridiculous. Yeah, my I so I was saving on multiple save files because I don't know when I'm going to be able to. Then they're going to kick me out of this area. But the fact was is that I got through that game and I went, man, I could have. I never went back to any of these saves, so that was entirely pointless. Yeah, I'm thinking about deleting all mine because I have like 20 yeah. saves from my it first playthrough. Doesn't hurt anything. I mean, all it does is take up memory. No, you can always then. delete them after. Yeah, it wasn't like too big of a deal. It was just one of those like going through with another character. I'm like, you don't need that many saves. The only like, thing that sucks about having multiple saves in RE2 is that I keep like knowing which one to save over. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Luckily, it labels them like who you're playing and what route you're on and all that stuff. Because otherwise, I'd be like, uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Damn, now I want to go watch the Rocky movies again. I just finished Indiana Jones. I was thinking about doing Back to the Future next. That's a good one. I haven't watched my, those. my wife had never seen those. My son's or never seen She'd seen the first one, and we sat down and. Watched all of them. My son's in never one day. seen them. Yeah, my son's never seen them. I'm thinking about because I got he got in Indiana Jones. He's all about that. So I've just never really been all that into um, uh, Back to the Future. Really? Yeah, me neither. I like the first one, and then after that, I oh god, I love Back. To the I love all three of those. I'm shocked. I, I know they're they're not they're not bad movies. I, I like I don't like I enjoy my time when watching them, but I don't feel the need to watch any of them. I think really? my biggest shock with my son was that he did not get into the Jurassic Park movies. Like kids, dinosaurs, you think it's a home run? He just... The first one, the first one's scary. No, he likes that stuff though. He wants. To oh, watch... does he? Okay, he likes to watch. I say the f- yeah, He's... I was about to say the first one's technically a horror movie. He begs yeah. me all the time to let him watch stuff like Friday the Thirteenth and Halloween, and because I like think that like the second one, I could definitely understand like kids should be into because that's kind of who that movie's made for um but the first game the first movie i remember being scared of that as a kid yeah he just like he's like oh that's huh. dinosaurs whatever i'm like god damn when I, when I was your age and these movies came out yeah i was like holy shit this is amazing yeah i need to watch deadpool 2 still that's the movie's that movie is good. It's not as good as the first, but I, it's still pretty good. Yeah. Well, I have Deadpool 2, and I also have Once Upon a Deadpool. So. Yeah. My, uh, my PG wife. version. Just to see how they pull that off on PG. PG-13. It's, no, yeah. it's PG. No, it's PG. It's a PG version? It's PG-13. Yes. No, it says PG on the cover, although it might be PG-13. 
based because I know those are differ between Canada and. I was gonna say it's it's PG thirteen. I'm almost a hundred percent positive. It says like I have the Blu-ray in front of me, and it says "Inglorious PG." Huh. Looking it's at not the even back, listed sure. on. No, it says PG, idea. but it, I think it's the Canadian PG, which may be PG thirteen in the states. I, I know that there's a slight difference sometimes. Yeah. Stuff being R in like the states and not being R in Canada. Hmm. This is weird. It's not even on IMDb. And when you look it up online, it goes straight to Deadpool two. It's PG thirteen. And yeah. Weird. It says PG on the back of my. But again, it could be the Canadian version. Yeah, rating PG-13. Hmm. <laughs> Released December 12th, 2018. 116 minutes. I've got a uh, marathon coming up pretty soon. My wife, for Christmas, bought me the 50th anniversary James Bond collection. Oh, god damn. Oh, nice. So nice. I've got every single movie except for one. It's, um... The newest one? Never Say Never Again? Yep. Why is that never say never again, uh, because that is the different movie. studio. Yeah, it's a different studio. They brought back Sean Connery in the eighties. The oh. guy who so it's a remake of Thunderball. The guy who wrote Thunderball somehow got the rights to make the movie. He fought the studio, and while they were doing, uh, oh god, Live and Let Die or something like that, he went and made. Uh, Never Say Never Again, which is just, again, Thunderball remade and got Sean Connery back. Um, <laughs> you should yeah. totally you should totally trade Spectre for that, because Spectre's a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't even, I, like I didn't even finish it, dude. I turned it really? off. Oh, man. And I love Daniel Craig as Bond. I really do. I think Casino Royale is one of the best Bond movies. Casino Royale is fantastic. But Spectre is bad. Really? Oh, I didn't mind it. Oh, God, I hated it so bad. I didn't think it was the worst. Oh. What's the worst so, James Bond movie? Uh, um, one of the one of the Pierce Brosnan ones was pretty bad. Which one was it? Um, is it the one where the Chinese guy is actually an English guy now? Because that was pretty fucking stupid. The one with Denise Richards. Yeah, that's tomorrow, bad. Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah, that's not a good Is it movie. Tomorrow Never Dies? Is that the one with the or Ice it... Hotel? Where he drives the car through the ice hotel? No, that's uh, um, uh, the one with Halle Berry. Yeah, okay. Um, the world is not enough? Sure. No, Denise Richards is not in Tomorrow Never Dies. That's The World Is Not Enough. Okay, The World Is Not Enough. That is that probably good the worst. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And I yeah. grew up with uh, yeah. the, blah, 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 what's his name? Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. And Roger he only Moore. did three. Yeah, I, I grew up with him and Roger Moore. Those were the two I yeah. grew up with. I liked Roger Moore's. Those are some of my favorites. Yeah, and GoldenEye's still good. I don't care what people yeah, say. GoldenEye's GoldenEye's, GoldenEye's, GoldenEye's campy, but that's kind of what I want from Bond. It seems like with these new Bonds, like the first movie they do is really good. Like, fucking GoldenEye was great. Casino Royale was great. I don't know. I really kind of want to see Idris Elba as the new Bond, because... I, I agree. I think he'll do a great job. He's, I think he'd do fantastic. I don't know why everybody's yelling. You know why people are yelling, Drew. You know why people are yelling. I Drew. know why they're yelling, but that's stupid. It's very you stupid. You live in Georgia, Drew. You know why they're yelling. <laughs> oh, Trump is president, Georgia, Drew. You know why they're yelling. <laughs> I don't I don't act like that. No, I'm not I saying you do. I'm saying 
You know, you live around. You them. live in an area where that sort of sentiment <laughs> is not altogether uncommon. Um, the uh, so do we, Ryan. That's a. What'd that's you a, say? So do we. A, oh, that's true. Unfortunately, that is true. <laughs> Oh my god, I have to deal with that shit in my kid's school. Can you believe that shit? I can, unfortunately, oh. believe it. Yes, I can. God, he came home talking about that one day, and I was like, what oh. the fuck? Yep. I'm like, we I believe need... it based on the parents that we got around here. I was like, we need to have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that is not how that works. Anyway, what were you saying about Living Daylights? Uh, I think that might be one of the lesser. Like, anything that doesn't make an impact, I mean, to some extent, is kind of meh, right? Like, I don't know, that's... Uh, Timothy Dalton's work as Bond is kind of not my thing. I don't know, A View to the Kill's pretty damn good. Some of his movies are good. But oh, that's a right. lot of oh, No, that's Roger, Roger Moore's A View to Kill. Is it? Yeah, li- Living Daylight's License to Kill is the... License uh, to Kill is the, the Timothy Dalton one. Dalton one, yeah. He did a third one, didn't he? Living Daylights um, and License to Kill. And I think he was supposed to be Goldeneye originally, because that script is older than... Yeah, they took a big break between Bonds there. There's got to be like a list of like movies with actors, right? You would think. Yeah, here we go. There's one James Bond movie. Timothy Dalton only did two. He only did two. He did huh? Living he did Daylights three. and License to Kill. That was it. Uh, Roger wow. Moore did one, two, three, four. He five, did the most. Six, seven. He did seven. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan did four. Daniel Craig's done four. John Connery Sean only did six. No, he only did three. Oh wait, sorry, I missed the bottom seven. He did seven. He did Doctor No from Russia with Love, Goldfinger, Thunderball, You Only Live Twice, Diamonds Are Forever, and Never Say Never Again. Yeah. yeah. And George and Lazenby. Was, yeah, George Lazenby <laughs> did the, that one on Her Majesty's, Majesty's Secret, Secret Service. Service. Yeah. No, yeah, and then uh, David Niven did Casino Royale. That's, that, it, that doesn't count. That doesn't. That, count. Does, not, that does not count. That's, that's, not official. that's the that's the uh, U.S. one, right? Where he's Jimmy Bond or some stupid fucking yeah. name like that. Yeah, there it were, is. It is a joke. It is six, basically Austin Powers. There were six directors. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Of the one movie? Of the one movie. It's the only yeah, movie on here. Yeah, together, I'm directors. pretty sure, of like a bunch of abandoned stuff. Yep. Uh, Spectre was the last one, 2015. So it's been four years since we've had a Bond movie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan did Goldeneye, Tomorrow Never Dies, World's Not Enough, Die Another Day. Die Another Day is the one where the guy is... That, oh. I believe that's the one. That's, that's the one, the one with, with Halle Berry, song. right? No, that's... Yeah. Die Another Day is one with Halle Berry. Yeah, okay. And... One where he has the invisible car or whatever. And Doesn't he have an sure. invisible car in that movie? The Vanquish. Yeah. Aston Martin Vanquish. And yeah. it is. It's the one where uh, Gustav Graves, a British entrepreneur and alter ego of Colonel Moon... Because he's actually an Asian guy. I can't remember if he's... I want to say... I thought he was Chinese, but it might be North Korean. I don't remember. It, it's it's bullshit because it's played by an English guy named Toby Stevens. Um, <laughs> it's this big thing of like, I've had plastic surgery and now I'm a British guy? Like, what? Yeah. 
Uh, Those movies, I mean, I know Bond in general gets kind of silly, but... That one's, out, that one's out of control, although it does have a great fencing fight sequence in it. Hmm. Um, yeah. But that's about it. That's all I remember. Wow. Alright, so there's your Bond history. That's all the tweets we have for this week. So if you want to tweet us, it's at M4G Podcast. If you want to follow us individually, Drew is at DML Fury, Orion is at WombatRP, and Anthony is at NTRSKT. You can follow me at ZTGD and the site at ZTGD Content. If you want to shoot us an email, it's podcast at ZTGD dot com and I think that's all we have for this week yep unless you want to talk about some Bond movies some more you know no no Wikipedia is a great thing best Bond theme everybody a view to a kill uh yeah that's a pretty good one uh Casino Royale has a good one too I don't really what's it is Casino Royale the, the Chris Cornell one yeah I think so yeah I like that um, a view to a kill, or uh, nobody does it better. Mm. Spy who loved me. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't remember any of them except for the Chris Cornell one. Goldfinger, <laughs> not Goldfinger. Yeah, Goldfinger. Uh, Goldfinger. Goldfinger. I thought you were going to yeah. go with Gold Member. I was like, hold on. No, I was. I was going to do Golden Eye. Golden Eye. Oh, don't <laughs> do that. That's uh, Whitney Houston, right? No. Oh God. Um, who is it? How depressing is it that so many of the people that did songs for the Bond movies are dead? Yeah, it's Tina Turner. Tina Turner. She's still and uh, with you two. With you uh, two. Yeah, and that was not the original song. Uh, it was originally, I think, of bass was supposed to do it, and um, they ended up changing the song. Ace of bass. Um, is that what you said? Yeah. Girl summer. I think it's really? Ace of Base. Did you, really, uh, Ace of just, Base, did you uh, really just say that when Ace of Base is only known for one song? Uh, give me a second here. Um, I mean, did you see the sign, Drew? Yes, it's it's it is it's Ace of Base. Uh, the song was called "The Golden Eye," and then when it wasn't taken, although it fits in, it's clear that the original, um, you know, the opening of like how all the Bond movies have that weird like sort of like silhouettes of women and a bunch of like. Objects going that off. Got, yeah, <laughs> that stuff. Um, their song fits in. Uh, they ended up changing the song from the Golden Eye to the Juvenile. But if you listen to the lyrics, it's about like a friend betraying a friend and stuff. It's very clearly the theme song for Golden Eye. And then they brought in U two and Tina Turner last minute. <laughs> That's the reason why it doesn't fit in with any of the music throughout the movie. Interesting. Unlike other Bond themes, that. it sort of take parts of the main theme and take like the bond theme and sort of meld them together yeah that's right ace of bass the song the band that nobody remembers and and maybe some nazi connections dude i grew i I was was just getting ready to say you know who else doesn't want idris elba to be james bond ace of bass the guy who started ace of bass I, I grew up and a white supremacist. Yeah, I grew up in, as a teenager in the '90s, so Ace of Base was on the goddamn radio all the fucking time. And yes, kids, this was before Spotify and MP3s. Okay, Jesus Christ. Okay, let's get out of here. I'm seeing this. Right <laughs> I saw the sign. Alrighty, and it goes something like this. Welcome to the N4G Podcast. 